up, bitches! No, that's okay. I just I didn't want I didn't want you to be like, okay, well, it's uh, this is about you know this the the the, the Mongolian you know you know uprising of the sixty. I'm just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh no, it's, it's I a- saw Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That's kind of the extent <laughs> of my Genghis Khan knowledge. Other than actually, I think they said that that dude was such a ladies' man, if you want to call it that, <gasps> that something like ten percent of the Mongolian population has, has his DNA. Yeah, has his yeah. DNA. Yeah. So there's a similar dude. Um, I can't remember his name. Justin Bieber. Uh, <laughs> no, he was Welsh. Well, Justin Bieber might be Welsh. That's Canadian. Sir Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I've been doing like genealogy research. Yeah. And he he was basically like, uh, yeah, the Genghis Khan of uh, the British Isles. And well, there was a lot of those because any of those any. Every country has like a super bloody past. All of them. You go farther. You go far enough back. Every country has a bloody history. Oh yeah. It's just that's just the way it was. I and think the U.S. was pretty tame. I, I feel like we haven't even been around all that long. <laughs> except for the <laughs> except for the Swedes. Never done anything wrong? Yeah. The Swedes. I, I just feel like came the Swedes chill. haven't done anything. Like, they just they're came just out like, chill. They're just hanging out. It's too cold. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I don't want to leave the house and in conquest. You know what do I have this way? I have Russia. No thanks. <laughs> um, north nothing. Yeah, the but seas? at the time you didn't know that though. At the time, everyone like you ever watch that show Vikings? Their whole thing is there's got to be something over there, right? Because we've only gone like a mile in every direction, and I think we've eaten all the goats and we have nothing left. See, that would be a really good show. They've done like the if you I don't know if you watched the Man in High Castle. It's like what if the Nazis won the war? Oh, I've heard of so that though. Yeah, if you did like what if the Vikings like conquered the world and it's like vikings now but like if they had like kept going and like spread out like yeah. that'd be interesting rather than like judeo-christian values oh yeah being vikings the just dominant yeah, in just the west paganism we were still just like <laughs> yeah having mushroom orgies that's and... the maybe we should talk about that the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> screw everything else you know what i don't really care uh mushroom orgies no all of them like when you and then because i've been I, and for some reason it's, it's almost like music like i go in like these these cycles where i just listen to I just go back like I've been in on a Joy Division one for like the last like month. I just went revisited back. Big fan, always has been, mm. and it's because of all the other ones like Tool and like they're all that it all just kind of it, it's all kind of matching. But then I started getting into these history ones the last like two months, like little documentaries. Usually late at night after my son stops screaming, and I'll just put in my headphones and I'll just like watch these on like Hulu and Netflix mm-hmm. and everything. And it's wild. And I see these debates. And like the, this kid from Africa was just like, actually, Christianity was in Africa way before Europe. I'm like, what? And then I went down that rabbit hole. Yep. And I'm like, no one really knows most of these things. You know, we're, we're all just kind of guessing, which is fine. I guess throughout most of my life, whether it's in work or personal. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to speak with confidence, but I don't know. You'll see a lot of that today. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like everyone, every, if you dig into most countries' history, they're horrible. The Vikings were horrible. Terrible. I mean, they were not, even the Viking shows that are like on Netflix now, that is a super G-rated, tamed-down version of what they oh, were yeah. really like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got married, yeah. That just means someone that they raped consistently. I, did, you watch the, <laughs> did you watch the Northman, though? Yeah. That, was that, that uh, I think, is the closest yeah. to, like, uncomfortable br- that 
yeah you can get on tv it's like, brutal i was like oh okay yeah yeah you still you, you still have to keep a keep a plot and uh probably some emotional appeals yeah and shows like that and can't just show all the all the blood and gore as much as we want they to, did but. Those guys didn't, yeah, they didn't get up and they're just like, you guys you just want to go on a hike today? Like, it's not like yeah, now. No, it was, it was like, all for You guys want to go to the Metro Parks? They're all like, who have we not killed? We haven't like, gone let's there. Look we at the map. We These guys killed. are still alive. You guys want to go left? We went right and killed yesterday. You guys want to go left and kill? That's how, that's how you know. Obviously, there's still things wrong with the world, but that's how you know progress has been made. Yeah. You don't wake up every day and be like, all right, who's, who's going to die today? Yeah, like <laughs> the, the the majority of the population is uh, is pretty tame versus yeah. When for a lot of history, it was just focused on like not starving. Yeah. So now it was more Walking Dead. We've also <laughs> yeah, we've, yeah, we've, yeah. we've also settled into where everyone lives. Like, there's no like, to the best of our knowledge, there's no undiscovered country. Like it's, no, no, everyone has their own piece of land. Like, there's no expansion unless you're going to yeah. start a war. Like, and the only places that we the reason they haven't expanded is because it's like Antarctica and you can't live there anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And for some yeah. reason, the middle of our country, probably because it just sucks. Because we don't use about 15 states. We, we have, shouldn't. We have states that are primarily just unused. Yeah. Or they're states with like one town. Like who's yeah. going to Nevada outside of Vegas? Yeah. No, really? I've never. I've never. Population. I'm going to Nevada. Where are you going? Vegas. Okay. Well, yeah. have you ever met anyone who's like, I'm going to Nevada and they, they're not going to Vegas? No. I've also never met anybody from Nevada. That's no, there's not. states that are like that. No. Like, have you ever met... Reno, maybe? The only person I know from North Dakota is my best friend. I've never met anyone. Where are you from? North Dakota? I know like, No one's from Bismarck. Yeah, like, I know <laughs> someone from Idaho. She's like, yeah, I'm visiting my family. Well, I I'm worked like, Where there. are they at? They're like, Idaho. I'm like, when did you move there? They're like, no, we're from there. I'm like, that would make more sense. No one was actually surprisingly no beautiful. The most, common oh, mis- the most common misconception about Idaho is that it's all potatoes. That's the southern part of Idaho. If you go in the north, it's all mountains and lakes, yeah, and yeah. it's gorgeous. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, and it's all carrots. No. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever went with potatoes. You can make a great stew with yeah. everything Ohio's, you find in the yeah, state. Yeah, Idaho stew is incredible. But even like Ohio, and people outside of Ohio, 90% of this state is just rural. Yeah, like corn, you know, soybeans. Cleveland, Columbus, Akron, Toledo, Cincinnati, everything else, it's rural. Well, yeah. th- that's it. So I don't know how we got here. It's okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, uh, new segment. So I know I have, a, obviously, we do primarily like a lot of different interviews every single week. Uh, I've thrown in a couple of the guiltless and chills where you just watch movies and make jokes. Um, I just finished another segment of what well, I'm going to be calling it top five or bring our top five of whatever the topic is. And this is going to be a new one. And I think this sparked up because of all the funny stories I was seeing and I didn't know how to get to all of them. So I thought this would be a good way where I can at least knock out three in one episode because by the time this is done, we're all going to look at our phones and be like, oh my God, look what else has happened since we've been in this basement. <laughs> a bunch of other weird shit. Um like, I know that uh, uh, there's obviously a lot going on on the music side. There's always something going on, on the political side. Apparently, there's a syphilis outbreak that's been growing in the last couple of months. I can I'm tell sorry. by your faces you guys didn't know about it or <laughs> haven't checked yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> It'd be tough to lay it all on you, but uh, I appreciate you just kind of owning that very early on. Um, so what we're going to do is uh, I have two guests here. One, uh, Caleb, you and I have actually never met, though we have talked on Instagram before. Yeah, yeah. So pre- well, what's your last name again? Maori. Caleb Maori. Uh, responded and was like, I will happily do this. And, uh, well, you were one of the first ones, so I just grabbed the first one. But so far, I'm a real big fan. 
Thanks, thanks. And then uh, I brought back also uh, Noah, who actually has been on before. Noah Picari. I, I always jack up your name. Yeah, no, no you said Picari. it right. Picari. I thought yeah, I you got did it, right. it wrong last no, time, no, too, no. but I did. Yeah. Uh, comedian, impressionist, incredibly, incredibly funny. We had an awesome time last time that he was here, uh, which I think you said was your first podcast. It was, so this would be my second. You I haven't, haven't done, done another one since? Well, I no, I've, I've got a few that are lined up that I want to do, but ah, okay. I, I haven't, so this is nice to be back. Yeah, cool, awesome. Good. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you both decided to do this. So what we're going to do is we're, we all have our own news topic. I assume me and Noah have ours in our head because Caleb has a notebook. Oh, he's uh, ready. So he's ready to go. There's a lot um, of dates involved. Awesome, man. <laughs> I there think, will I think not he, be a he quiz. looks like he's got he's got a bunch. He should go first. I, mean, you, I, I think you are going to go first. <laughs> well, I wanted to talk ready. about this one because it's super broad and super relevant. Okay. But I kind of want to go into the history of um, alcohol because it's always something that's like near and right. dear to me too, especially well, then, after the events of yesterday. Well, cheers to that, that, everybody. Cheers, yeah. cheers, yeah. cheers. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're each going to take turns bringing our topic that no one except for the person that brought it knows about. And then we're going to get some background from the originator of the topic. And we're going to discuss and see if we can uh, solve some problems. Yeah. Um, well, I think... So, Caleb, you're up. I think alcohol is the, the best problem solver um, from just, like, researching the history of it. Because I had heard... Um, I mean, it's one of the first things we invented is like stone age era they were able to date back like neolithic intentional fermenting of fruit mm -hmm. so as long as we've had i mean really civilization and started to like build structures and have to tolerate other human beings in close proximity we've been getting boozed up there's always which, a guy with a dad bod yeah yeah saying. yeah oh yeah and, and i think especially like neolithic period when we started to like build structures there's nothing that makes sitting on a porch like as comfortable as getting drunk on a porch. Um, you can argue there's very few things that you can't throw a drink into that don't make it better. Yeah, outside yeah. of like exercise or driving or or babysitting. As long as you can comfortably <laughs> stand on that porch and not fall off. That's true, but right. that's why chairs on porches are pretty common. True, you don't have to stand. Yeah, and it's also you if you're building a porch, you are rewarding yourself at the end of work there's nothing better than like like mowing your lawn after a hard day of labor getting to drink and that's uh around that period they hypothesized that um that agriculture one of the drives for human agriculture was actually to ferment to um like to cultivate booze yeah rather than just like food sources so our desire to get drunk got us out of the hunter-gatherer. It's like, we don't have the wheel, but we do have booze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, priorities, right? You know, like, you're, you're not going to drive your cart boozed up, but how are you going to go to your neighbor's farm to go get some wheat to ferment? It actually makes it weird that, uh, that we have a problem with drunk driving since booze came before the wheel. If anything, stop blaming the booze. It might be the car's fault. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they put cup holders that perfectly the, fit cans, too. Yeah, let's. who are we kidding here? That's you not, have made it so uh, yeah. fun. That's not for soda. That's not for water. That's for the Sunny D vodka right there. <laughs> <laughs> Which is delicious, by the way. Uh, you know, those are ones that I don't... I, I'm just afraid I'm going to like too much if I crack one of those. I already know that the hangover from this would be crazy. Though. There's way too much shit. Sugar, I, oh, the sugar in that? In this. I think oh, that's how you and I started talking. It was my White Claw thing. 
Was it you? I posted something on stories about White Claw. No, it wasn't you. I'm wasn't sorry. Me, I'm yeah. sorry. I pointed aggressively at you. I'm sorry. That's a fine. lot of people responded to that one too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. Uh, booze obviously is a big part. It's kind of even funny when you think about it now uh, that we actually tried to outlaw booze at some time. Yeah. Like yeah. prohibition. That's wild. Well, Winston Churchill got into a car crash over here um, in a. I think it was. Um, it was it was during prohibition. He had to get a prescription for his booze. Oh, for, okay. For, from a doctor. Well, yeah. I mean, he had pool, but that <laughs> that dude also drank a ton. Everyone drank a ton back then. That was normal. But he, I mean, height of World War Two, he was doing like I don't know two bottles of wine a day, um, close to like half a bottle of whiskey, or even like JFK throughout the Cuban Missile Crisis was loaded on like barbiturates, amphetamines. I mean, did that? Oh yeah, all of them. But but I mean, it was com- like, have you ever seen the show? Uh, Peaky Blinders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in Peaky Blinders, when the uh, when the daughter or the sister got pregnant, do you remember how they realized how she was pregnant? She stopped drinking. No. Oh, she started drinking stout instead, instead of whiskey. Of, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was sitting there drinking, like, I don't know, like like old-timey stout, which is probably 27% alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Against, you know, in, uh, as opposed to the, the, the rubbing alcohol whiskey that they were drinking. That's the equivalent of not drinking. Yeah. because you know, Oh, I'm her, switching to beer. Her aunt thought it was weird. She's like, wait a minute. Why are you drinking stout in the middle of the day and not whiskey like the rest of us? And then she's like, are you pregnant? She's like, I'm trying to keep it a secret. And the whole time, I'm like, you keep it a secret by crushing stouts as opposed to whiskey. But that was just, that that was weird for them at, at, at the time, to not just have whiskey right, all right. fucking day long. Well, I think that's what we need to get back to. Like, I, I mean, leaders like, like Winston <laughs> Churchill and JFK being loaded all the time. I want a drunk president. Well, Winston, Winston Churchill, like Winston Churchill drank 10, 10 drinks a day. 10 drinks a day? Like, yeah, so he... He, Which he you starts said, what, his, two bottles of wine? Starts, yeah, it was like a, starts close. his day off. Starts his day off. He's in his pajamas, and it, it's around like nine a.m. And it's a it's a Johnny. It's a Scotch and soda. That's right when he wakes up. Breakfast. That, that is gangster. Yeah, and then Mouth number wash. number two number two is at like ten or ten thirty, and it's it's another Scotch and soda. So he doubles <laughs> up, and then drink three an hour later. I love this is documented. Yeah, yeah. It takes his third Scotch and soda, um, but. Uh, this time he's taking care of British matters. So the first two are he's just chilling, and then he's taking care of business. And then uh, number four um, is uh, let me see here. What is it? Uh, okay, number four. Then he switches to um, champagne. Oh, classy. So four, Something and then light. drink five after lunch. He uh, he he goes to some cognac. We're we're at lunch. Yeah, yeah, and then <laughs> then for a nap, uh, for post lunch cognac, or two, um, he he would get another an, another cognac. Then there's six, seven, and eight. Uh, they're just scotch and sodas. So he's just like downing them, and drink nine. It's uh, uh sherry. Oh, oh. And then drink ten. His what? His uh, his nightcap. Um, would be a, a pint bottle of champagne. So oh the, the, the the bottle earlier, he drinks a bottle earlier. That's his lunch. 
So he's and this he is, is all, and this is every want, day. And you want to talk about hangovers? Like everything. I mean, everything that was just. Like, well, I mean, this, with the scotch for breakfast, you're kind of getting rid of that hangover pretty quickly and easing I, right back into. I being feel like drunk. there was. That's what I think. I think there was a, a, a there was like some medical discussion where the doctor's like, "Well, you feel bad when you wake up, but after you have the scotch and soda, do you feel better?" He's like, "Yeah, we'll keep doing that." I'm like, thank you, doctor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it makes you feel better, why would you not do it? The it's, modern it's day really equivalent to Winston yeah. Churchill is John Daly. Yeah, that dude. That dude can put down. That dude's a machine. And he's still golfing. He that dude. He's like fifty drinks in, and he's like hole in one. And that dude, <laughs> and he looks like like if he wasn't on a golf course, and you saw him at a Denny's, an Old Navy, a park, you'd be like that dude. Drinks I always say all he looks long. like a homeless John Madden. Yeah, he, he is, is the most yeah. unathletic athlete of all time. Just the the. Amount of cigarettes he puts back and drinks he puts back on the golf course oh, yeah. is astounding. And, and still, he, like he, guys who train and do all this still can't. And they can't be him. He's kind of like, and this—that's the other thing too. Is like when you take like the like a alcoholic excess, that can actually turn into a career. Uh, and take away, take away like musicians, take, take me like musicians and shit out of the equation. But like a John Daly, John Daly's not, you know, competing for, for titles, but he gets invited to all those pro-ams. He gets invited to all those because he's a fucking, he's hysterical to watch. He's, he's a real funny, happy, you know, joke around guy. He also parties his balls off from the second he gets there until three days after he leaves. Mm. You know, he, that, that's just what he does. But that's. I feel like that's got to put like such a pressure to maintain that as like a public I image. Don't for think some he cares. people. Oh, yeah. I don't think for John Daly because that's like very. John Daly right now is just like I can't believe I'm still getting paid to do this. Right, right. <laughs> He's just incredibly amazed. But having to like, if you find yourself, I feel like the guys from Jackass probably went through this, like being having this you know public persona and having to like maintain that. that well, there's like, anybody I think with a public and, persona. Like, yeah. doesn't matter what it is. I feel like anyone. Like, uh, specifically, I've heard this, like, Robin Williams. Robin Williams, like, he was Robin Williams. But then, like, in the quiet of, like, his off time, like, he just, obviously, he was so, like, alone and filled with this sadness. Mm -hmm. But, like, he had to keep up this, like, this is Robin Williams. This yeah, have you ever, like, actually watched his, uh, his interviews were always very interesting to watch because sometimes he would actually be interviewed. Other times, I remember seeing him on Dennis on Dennis Miller's HBO show years ago, and Dennis Miller even made a joke. He's like, "I feel like an asshole even trying to get a question in right now," because Robin Williams was running all over the stage. He was sweat like he was wearing like a black shirt, a black pants, and black sport coat, and you could still see he was sweating incredibly. Mm. Like yeah. he was just he was all over the place. And for what should have been a five to seven minute interview, he just ran over the stage and rambled. He was just talking oh so fast. That's <laughs> going absolutely crazy. You have a gift, sir. Thank you. <laughs> you saw a glimpse of what Noah does. <laughs> Although a lot of his a lot of his sweat was due to the coke problem. <laughs> Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. I know we're just talking about alcohol, but yeah, yeah that's, that's a. But he actually even take that a, a step farther, kind of past the alcohol part. Remember when Charlie Sheen was going through his everyone, oh, the whole yeah. joke. He got invited You're to award cocaine shows. Cocaine and hookers. Fuck yes. The, uh, a lot of the the shows would invite him and make jokes about him being there. They're like, hey, and if things go, I remember him being at like some award show, and they made a joke like, hey, if things get really dull, there's like a pound a blow under charlie sheen's seat mm. everyone cheered they panned over to charlie sheen he stands up and waves like that was his 
That was his job. Well, it, he he went on a speaking point. tour. There's a because of how fucked up he was. There's a um like a slang term for cocaine now, Charlie Sheen. Like that's how synonymous really? it is with yeah. him. There's like an idol song where um they talk about that. I'm not as versed in cocaine or anything really outside of like beer, whiskey. I don't even know a lot about it. I just enjoy it. Uh, beer, I probably know the most about. Cocaine, I don't know. I just love saying blow. It just sounds funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah so the, al- the alcohol was a preface. Was there a story attached to the alcohol, or was it just... Or a story oh, I mean, there's tons of stories attached to Is alcohol to the news of the day? <laughs> what was that? Is alcohol the news topic? Oh, I, I just wanted to to do some, some rambling about alcohol because of just how relevant I mean, it, it is. is news, I mean, it is news to me that it, like supposedly predates like yes yeah, agriculture i mean and it was yeah. discovered around the same time all over the world like iran and uh let's see here iran and 5000 bc 7000 bc in north china um 6000 bc around the middle east 2000 bc in mexico the the fact that we all kind of had the same like all these civilizations had the same, um, the same idea that I'm around other people more. We're starting to create society. I'm really gonna need to sedate myself to deal with these people. You may have to to create any society. But yeah, if you go far back, I mean, even historical shows or anything mm-hmm. like that. I mean, we're talking about Churchill. Go even farther back. You know, go into Roman times. They had wine. You know, go into you know priest. They all, everyone had wine or some type of ale. Mm. You know, it wasn't until we really stepped up and started doing like you know Jaeger. That's when I think I think that's when it really got bad. I think that's when we probably should all sat down and be like, did we need this? Because name something you mix Jaeger with outside of punching. Bad, yeah, bad yeah. choices. That's all I can think of. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. You know, that's, but everyone always had wine. Everyone always had some type of ale. They were bad and they weren't really good. Yeah. Even the Greek, even the like classical Greek period, they were like mixing it like half with water. Yeah. Either like one part to one part or like one part to four parts. It's an interesting when you think about like the the sedation that was even needed back then, which, what were your real, I mean, obviously they had problems. I mean, we didn't have, you know, the whole thing about maybe if I go for a walk, I'll get eaten by a tiger. Like, that's not a thing that occurs <laughs> that, that was a problem for them. But they were just like, well, you know, man, let's just sit down, we'll relax, have some opium, you know, a little bit of wine, and we'll really talk this out. And they didn't talk. They all passed out. But, you know, that's just turned into, like, the, 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 the monster that it is now. And we're seeing that now, again, with all the Bud Light stuff that happened. And when you think oh, about not even, yeah. like, a good yeah. beer, but, I mean, that is such a – industry now they, I mean, they dug themselves into such a hole oh they did so here's here's the thing and this isn't like from from my point of view like i don't drink bud light i've never like whatever but like they had they they totally bombed themselves like the the fir- first thing people there's a misconception that they were like putting out all these rainbow cans and all this stuff but what no. they did was they sent one package of uh, custom, uh, custom designed cans to a person who is trans, to Dylan and then Bain. that person was like, "I," because they drink they drink beer, like it's in a lot of their videos, like yeah. they like beer, and she was like, "Hey, 
This is what Bud Light sent me. And also all these people were like, oh, I don't want to drink from a rainbow can. You don't have to. Like, yeah. so, so they, they went crazy. It's not even, a, it's not even an option for you. Right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you can't, you literally can't. And if yeah. you want to buy one of their cans, that's going to be so much money. Like, so, uh, so then they lost all of those really right wing people that are like, ah, I'm not drinking from a rainbow can. Yeah. So then they have all these, um, all, all the the rest of the people who are like, all right, cool. Bud Light is doing this, and then Bud Light's like, yeah, we're we're not gonna we're not gonna support yeah. that person. Yeah, and so they 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 completely got rid of anyone who was drinking their beer because they yeah. didn't back themselves and say, yeah, we fully support trans people and yeah. and we're we're standing behind Dylan and what we did because then. People would still be drinking their yeah. beer, and now no one is drinking it because the right wings are like, oh, I don't like rainbows, and the left is like, well, you're not yeah. really sticking your guns where you had them. So you like, did something, yeah. So you did something, yeah. The, the, that whole scenario is 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 a complete mess. That they're like, it's like Bud Light got into a room and they're like, guys, how can we really fuck up 2023 for us? I mean, we're not a very good beer, and yet we still make billions of dollars. How can we just throw a wrench in the entire thing, and can we do it really fast? And so first, yeah, they and yeah, they just sent a can, and, which also there's absolutely nothing wrong with. If they're like, hey, you know what, we're trying to expand our base and, and try to reach other people that normally wouldn't reach. There's mm. nothing wrong with that at all. No. Every business should and most likely is trying to do that. And yes, that was there's a huge misconception that they put out all these rainbow colored canned beer. They didn't. No, they did. They sent them. They're like, hey, Dylan, congratulations on your success. That's you know she had really kind of taken off on 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 TikTok, and she was like, hey man, this is really cool. Look what Bud Light drinks beer. Yes. It's not like yes, they were they weren't doing the whole rainbow capitalism thing of like, hey, yeah. we're gonna. Put yeah, a rainbow yeah, yeah. flag up there. She she drinks beer. Go, like she look, likes beer. That was it's, giving, it's giving a product yeah. to someone who already uses that yeah. product. It's not selling out. There's videos prior mm. to that where she's drinking beer. She actually likes beer. And they're like, hey, you know what? We make beer. You like beer. Right. I don't Here, know why. This just makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> See, I thought it was just the rainbow capitalism thing. And then it was like, okay, they're going to piss off half their demographic so, and then also open it up to a new demographic I don't by know pissing the them off. I don't know the timeline of how this happened. Also, all also this. to throw in there, their stock has lost $27 billion. With a B. Billion. A B, people. With a B, not, a, not an M. And that's, that's crazy. when you think about like how much money they were making a year, and even though like, hey, their stops dip ten percent, I was like, that's not a big deal. It is when you're pulling in, you know, oh, so two hundred billion a year, and you lose ten percent of that. Right, someone's yeah. gonna send you an email. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that was I. I don't know the the all the, the entire timeline because then uh, about when all these things happen because. Another thing that did happen that I don't know if it was many people did, but the person that was in charge of this kind of marketing campaign, this woman, she did this interview, which really made it, I think, made it worse. Because every story I saw, they played this interview. And this woman was like, you talk about not knowing like your base. This woman was saying, like in this interview, she's like, we got to really revamp this brand. It's super fratty and lowbrow humor. And everyone that's been drinking this for years is just like, well, fuck you. And it's like that's the and then, point yeah. too. Like that's why people drink Bud Light. Like no one's yeah, drinking. Yeah. No one's drink. We we're talking about IPAs later, yeah. and like a good place to find a brew around Cleveland. Like no one is. No one is going somewhere to taste. The, the, it's not an aperitif. Bud Light is no, it's, it's like pissed. it's dirt water. <laughs> yeah, like, you're not gonna do a Bud Light <laughs> commercial where it's it's all a, like a black tie event. 
you know, it's not. It's, yeah, like no one. It's not high society any light beer, drinking. Any light beer. No one is drinking a light beer to be cool or to, to because they like the flavor. No one is like you're drinking it because you're going to smash a 30 rack in an afternoon. Kind of what we're talking about. Because, yeah, you can crush Bud Lights in a day. Mm. And like saying like if I go to like a music festival or something like that, or if I go to a game. Yeah, I'm drinking like Coors or something like that. Something that's low. Obviously not super delicious, but I can, you know, just kind of drink casually, have mm-hmm. some fun, you know, drink a lot of beers, hang out for hours and hours at a time. I can't do that and drink some of these IPAs that I actually do like because right. I'll be asleep in 90 minutes. Right. <laughs> I'll lose interest in everything because I'm like, I'm tired. I have to go. I've had three beers. And she, you can and have she was, 20 of those. So she was basically just like shitting on her own company. Yeah. She was like, we make a bad beer for bad people. And it's like, why That's, are you in charge of this? <laughs> How are you in charge of marketing? That actually might be a good marketing ploy. (laughs) We're a bad beer for bad people. Yeah, this beer is not very good, and the only people that drink it, also not very good. So we're trying to find some better people to drink our piss. (laughs) And everyone's like, well, fuck you. And then you have the kid. I found out, we talk about like, you know, like, finding out this is how i found out what happened i found out way after like when kid rock started shooting bud light cans that's how i found out the whole story i was like why am i watching and reading an article that features kid rock that's so i also, got to the bottom and that's how i found out that that's also like such a fake outrage too oh god that's kid rock trying to stay relevant yeah like taking taking a taking an ar and shooting the cans of beer that you have around your house is like so you still, like a, you still bought that beer. I know. One. Like, I mean, he's Kid Rock, so is he really gonna miss that money? No. Still, you're still. But, if you're that outraged, you're still supporting them. But that's such a like a. I don't. I don't know. I just. It seemed like such a. Hey, Kid Rock, I'm still alive. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's also like a, I. It for me, I think it reignited my argument from months ago that Kid Rock was the original MGK. He switched genres way before MGK did. All of a sudden, now he's like, country? Give me a fucking break. I remember Ba with the Ba. You fucking weirdo. (laughs) You goddamn clown. You guys are probably too young for that, but I do. I remember that dude was at the MTV Beach House every goddamn weekend. He was pushing all his bullshit and all that crap. So, but yeah, that is... Then that happened that I think... uh, I'm going to butcher these country names because I don't care that much, but I think Travis Tritt might have been another one. He's like... Bud Light's now off my tour. And then, obviously, and man, you, you want to talk about boycotts, man. Like, boycotts do work oh, if done yeah, properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's uh, another thing, like, uh, on the same, the same subject, like, Target lost a whole bunch of money oh. during Pride Month. And it is interesting to me that they work. Because, like, mm. now, now, what I would, someone, someone, uh, I think I heard this on on Rogan's podcast, and he was talking about how someone should create an app that shows you uh, where the companies you shop at donate their money. Oh, because you yeah. could totally because now we see that it works. Like boycotts work. Like people legitimately went out of their way to not buy Bud Light, hit them where it hurts, hit them in the Target. wallet. Yeah. If you go into a store, say your favorite store is like Dicks, and you find out Dicks is supporting a campaign of someone that you're like i will never vote for this guy you could just not shop there and then get all your friends to not shop there and then that person loses the money from the packs that they're getting supported by which is interesting the the bud light thing is just kind of like a perfect storm of exactly what you were just talking about noah because it was easy to kind of find out and again 
this isn't a comment that that Bud Light was making a political statement. I don't think that they were. No. No. I generally no. think they were just trying to expand. They their were literally base, just again, like, "Hey, this but, person likes beer. But then, here's beer." Yeah. <laughs> but then Noah, to your point, then they fucked up again yeah. because then they're like, "Oh shit, sorry, our bad. We actually don't support that person at all." Yeah, that's and all they had to say. They honestly. They didn't even need to issue a state of support. All they needed to do was issue a state of support of themselves. Like, hey, this creator likes beer. We gave beer. this creator their own beer with, yeah. like, own customized cans. Like, I, I have a hat collection. I wear a, I wear hats in a lot of different videos, and I love hats. Like, if a hat company came to me and was like, hey, we're going to ship you custom hats. And, like, for some reason, people had a problem with it. And the hat company was like, ah, like... Screw that guy. Like, you just gave me hats because I like hats. Like, yeah. that's that's all you had to say. Yeah. We gave that person beer because they like beer, and they could have left it at that. Yeah. And what is anybody going to say to that? Yeah. And that's what should really be uniting all Americans is um, beer? Our, our love for alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, simply put, it should because you're right. That, I, that was my first thought all because then about two weeks after this Bud Light thing fell apart for them, they released the most fucking Bud Light commercial I've ever seen, where it's just 30 seconds. It was like, America, horses, cowboys, America. Have we mentioned America? Sunrises with horses. And it's like, and like my friend sent it to me, and she was just like, man, they are. I don't know who is running shit over there, but they're just someone like when he's like, guys, I have it. It's this 30 second spot. We just talk about horses and cowboys and shit. Everyone's going to forgive us. It'll be fine. We can move on. But I think there's probably people in that room that probably were thinking exactly what you just said. I'm like, well, I can't say that. I'm going to piss people off. All you had to do was come on. Like, look, everyone is entitled to their opinion. We were sending beer that we made to someone who likes beer. We love our base. We've always loved our base. We will always love our base, and we're trying to get new customers. That's all. We're certainly not taking a stance. The only stance we're taking is if you like beer, we want to give you beer. That's what any company would say. And that, and then there should be a email that got out to the entire company and said, no one do any other fucking interviews. Just wait for this to blow over, and everyone will pick something else to be mad at. I hear Jason Aldean's coming out with a new song soon anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what the, but then instead there's like, all right, how do we get them back? I know we tell them we're actually not support. And then, like you said, now both sides are, are not drinking Bud Light. Like and, perf- and it's still going on too. Yeah. Like I'm a, I'm a server at a restaurant and we, uh, only have a cup. We have mostly bottled beer. We only have like two things on tap. We have Blue Moon and Bud Light. And I can't tell you the amount of times they're like, what do you have on draft? I'm like, well, we're not a bar. Like, we only have like two things on draft. And I was like, we got Blue Moon and Bud Light. And the the visceral reactions that I get from people when I mention Bud Light is ridiculous. Like, also, isn't Blue Moon owned by Bud Light? Yeah, that's like Anheuser Busch. Yeah, or, yeah. that's they own most. That's actually beer. in. And again, go back to like the, a boycott that actually worked. That's actually the most impressive if that is the right word, thing about this boycott is that there's so many things that fall under that umbrella and they're still losing that much money. I didn't know. you. Someone actually sent me like a diagram like it's actually going to be hard to not buy products from them and because of all these things that are... I mean, you got to think that... But people figured it out. They're like, nope. But Bud Light is probably their biggest seller. Like no one's one's ordering a 30 rack of Blue Moon every week. No. I don't even think you can get those. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sure you could customize it. Like if you went to... Yeah, Bud Light. They'd probably sell you at thirty racks. Yeah, but well, I'm sure Bud Light has done customizing anyone's orders. 
Well, yeah, they're not doing that <laughs> for a long time. Oh, shit. Look what you did with booze. That was a. That I've was done a, a lot worse with booze. You'd be surprised. Oh, I have too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you just you didn't know me prior to the baby. Yeah. So, uh, but you, things have changed. <laughs> Don't worry. I, things have changed. I told you I'll, I'll take the I'll take the baton from you. That notepad. <laughs> that notepad you have can't just all be booze, is it? Um, no, not the whole. Oh, there's just a <laughs> list of things that you <laughs> like. Just, just these pages. It's an yeah. itemized list. Yeah. Some of, of these booze. are people that I don't like. That I just wanted to mention on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of. No, it's it's all booze. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm not worried that I'm gonna have the same topic. So, Noah, you're up. Um, so my topic is kind of funny, uh, to me at least. And it's that, uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Elon oh. Musk are trying to do a cage match. Yes. And I th- just think that's amazing. Um, for, for those that, that don't know, um, Elon Musk took to social media and said that he wants to do a cage match and, uh. Uh, they have uh, talked to Dana White, and both sides seem like they really want to do it. Um, one reached out to the other and was like, hey, I'd fight you. And the other one was like, when and where? And now they're both training, and they're posting videos of their training. I'm just waiting for the Rocky-style montages of, oh, yeah. of, of them training the up. Locker. But, yeah, so so the there's multiple sections to this, but the one is – who do you guys think wins that? And uh, the second is um, not – that's a fun main card. But what are the the setup cards? Like do they have legitimate fighters as the, the, the smaller cards? Or do they have other celebrities fighting each other? Because that would be even okay, better. This is a – this is a fucking fantastic topic, <laughs> by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's do the first part first about yeah, who yeah, would yeah. actually win. So I'm – vaguely aware of of some of these things i i think i don't think it'll actually happen um elon musk i think is elon musk is very playful on twitter with everybody oh yeah um so i don't think that he would actually maybe he would but it also might just be publicity it's hard to tell oh and then i will also add it is also the funniest part about this to me is that the government of italy officially reached out to them and wants to host it in the coliseum fuck yeah (laughs) Oh. And I'm down. <laughs> I like I like the turning of the tides where it's not poor people fighting in the Coliseum. It's oh yeah, now no, billionaires. it's now billionaires. I would, no joke. I would probably pay two hundred dollars for this pay per view. Like this is one thing. Like like people are like, oh, I like like you know fighting purists, and I like watching fights for sure. But fighting purists is just like, oh, these are gimmicky fights. Like I don't give a shit, man. You put, I mean. There was like a you might know this because I know you'd listen to Rogan and stuff, but there was like this thing years ago where Joe Rogan was going to fight Wesley Snipes. Yeah. <laughs> and for anyone that doesn't know, so Wesley Snipes is, as far as I know, a, like a lifelong martial artist. Um, mm, yeah. And Rogan is a at the time I think he was a brown belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and but he was also had very legitimate stand up. He was a state champion in Taekwondo. I mean, he knew what he was yeah, doing. He's legit. And he trained. He trained pretty consistently. All the time, he still does. He's a black belt now. That's why he's the color commentary for a lot of yeah. UFC fights. Yeah, and if anyone's ever watched, especially early UFC fights, um, the reason that Rogan was so good and still is, but what was so good at the color commentary is because when the fight would go to the ground, most people didn't really know what was happening because jiu-jitsu wasn't nearly as popular as it is now. Mm-hmm. And he could actually walk you through exactly. He's like, he needs to put his elbow here and needs to push down on the arm. That way he can get his leg over. And you actually, he would explain what he's trying to do because most people were just lost when, you know, especially when it was starting because 
the fight would just end, and I was like, what the hell just happened? Because they didn't yeah, know that there yeah. was a choke or a lock that happened. So he obviously knows his his stuff in terms of jiu-jitsu. He's a black belt. I mean, he knows what he's doing. Um, but their whole thing, like, they were going to fight. And I think the the, the thing was, uh, the, the, the whole thing and the, the joke of the episode was, I was like, it's a gimmick fight, whatever, it's not. But everyone also on the episode was like, but I had 100% watch that. And I would 100% watch Elon Musk and there, Mark I will say, though, that's it. probably the one fight I wouldn't think was rigged. Because, like, both those guys want to kill each other. Yeah. Like, there's, I feel like there's no way in the world, because of how much money they have, it's not about the money. Like, that's a fight That's a fight that's not about the money. That's a no, fight about be, who's yeah. the alpha dog. Like, uh, another sub-news uh, is the opening of Threads. I saw you're on there now. Yeah. Threads. Someone explained but it to threads me. But Threads it. is literally Twitter, but for <clears throat> Instagram. And so these guys are literally at each other's throats. Like, Zuckerberg has Facebook and Instagram and Threads, and Elon has Twitter, which is, I think, arguably as big as Facebook and Instagram. Oh, yeah. But so he was trying to buy – Zuckerberg was trying to buy – Twitter for a long time. Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah, and that's like kind of how the how the beef started. Yeah, but I just think that there's because of that, like those guys are so rich and they have so much. There's it's it's a fight. Who is the best? Who is the top dog? It's not who who wants to win the money. Like you look at a lot of these oh, yeah. professional. The a lot of these fights, it's just about the payday because yeah. it's like there's no Steven Seagal and. Yeah. Some old guy that like it, like Steven Seagal versus Wesley Snipes like that's not a real fight but no. that's that's a great example of two guys trying to stay relevant and they both want the bag because they don't really have money anymore. No, they, so it's that and that was the thing around the Rogan Snipes thing is around the time apparently Wesley Snipes was having a lot of tax. He was just getting slapped with. I don't know why you hit a certain point in your life you know, from a celebrity standpoint. You think taxes don't apply to you anymore. It's so weird. But yeah, so because I think he had a pretty hefty tax bill, and he's like, if I did this fight, a lot of fucking people would watch it, and I could maybe pay that stuff off. The fight never happened, and you know the the. I had to assume that Rogan, if he got a hold of him, that'd be it. Yeah, because as far as I know, Wesley Snipes has no grappling background, and if anyone's ever been. If anyone who has ever tried jiu-jitsu started off and had a brown belt, regardless of size, grab you, it's like you're drowning. It is a different world. It's it's very, very – so I would assume Rogan would have won that. Probably. Uh, but, yeah, so the as far as I know, Zuckerberg is a white belt in jiu-jitsu because I think that's where a lot of this yeah. kind of sparked up. Yeah, no, he he's, he's at, legitimately a fighter. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, a white belt is – I mean, as far as billionaires go, I'm saying he's like a legit. Oh yeah, he's fighter. actually he's actually going to tournaments and yeah, competing. Yeah, right. you have a certain amount of money too. You you can pretty much just decide to do that. Yeah, you know, it's like well, oh, well, I want to train get... to fight for the next five years. It's not like I have to clock oh, yeah. it. Well, any of you guys, I, mean, I could sign you guys up for a tournament this weekend. You know, I mean, it's just it's you know he's going to actual tournaments and he's just going in. It's like uh, who's the uh, the the actor? Tom Hardy's doing the same thing. Yeah. I think yeah. Tom Hardy might be a purple belt. Hardy's legit. Yeah. Like, Tom another, Hardy, I think, is a purple Another belt. guy who's legit at martial arts, <laughs> Vladimir Putin. Oh, he's, oh, yeah. he's insane. He, he's he, a black he, belt he, he does uh, judo. Yeah. yeah. He's a black and it's, judo. it's not even like, hey, give me the black belt dollar. I kill your no, family. No, it's no, legitimately no. like I have I, I've trained seen with his the video. Like I've yeah. seen his videos. His videos are... So, like... Yeah. Well, also, I think he also does a lot of Sambo, too. Which yeah. is a, a mix of, of judo and kind of jujitsu. It's like a lot of a lot of those like uh, Dagestani wrestlers that are coming over to UFC. They're they yeah. have, oh, they have a yeah. big background in sambo. Those guys and are sambo, brutal. No, those guys are not a joke. Yeah. Those guys touch brutal. you. It is different. It feels different. It's very. But that's they they don't really like fight for money. That's just like what 
like all of those fighters, I feel like they have this. Uh, maybe it's like cultural, where it's just well, it's, it's this like is a, what I do. It's, it's like it's, baseball in the Dominican Republic, or yeah, like yeah. Uh, you know, outside of the U.S., most countries they fucking love football, like soccer, soccer what we yeah. call soccer. Like we're they the only country where ball. it's yeah, I mean it's here, but it's not really taken well, on the way like, it does. Um, it's not a cash grab. Joel Embiid, he grew up playing soccer. Yeah, and they were like, dude. Have you never tried basketball? He's like, no, what is that? Yeah. And they taught him how to play basketball, and he ends up at Kansas, and now he's Joel Embiid. Yeah. But it's like, he's just, you didn't play basketball? But they just, you were that, that's soccer? just not a thing. Can you imagine Joel Embiid on a soccer pitch? Yeah. Like, that's, he's like seven feet. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Well, you go to, like, like Brazil, like, it's two things. It's fighting and soccer. That's it. Yeah. Like, they don't have, they just don't have those other things. Like, you, you I'm sure they have baseball and basketball and shit, but no one cares about it. You know, it, yeah, it's just, yeah. it just, it just, it just doesn't, it's just not like that. It's like if you go up to Canada, hockey is a different thing up in Canada. So you're saying Zuckerberg wins? I would think that Zuckerberg wins, though, again, Zuckerberg is, I don't really know, like, their entire background. As far as I know, Zuckerberg's a white belt, um, which there's nothing wrong with being a white belt. Everyone right. starts there. I have no idea what Elon Musk is, but Elon Musk is also... I test a good seventy pounds bigger than oh, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. I mean, I feel like I feel like, uh, and feel free to weigh in. I don't know who you think would win. I think Zuckerberg, just because I can't remember if he's a robot or a reptile. I can't remember what <laughs> he's a what, robot reptile. Okay, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I think, yeah, my money is just on his cold calculatedness, uh, taking this a little bit more seriously than um, than Musk, who's, I mean. Somewhat of a does somewhat pol- or, um, popularity stunts. If know. they're and what are the rules? Is it just a UFC cage fight? I think it's just MMA a cage UFC fight? cage fight. Okay, because they they've involved Dana White. I mean, obviously he's kind of like a middle guy because he's friends with both of them. But yeah. but he's the guy. Mm-hmm. I would be surprised if this happens, but I would one hundred percent watch it if it did. Oh my! My dad and my brothers and I have already decided we're going in on it if it happens. We we've sent each other like the training montages that they've put out, and we're like, yeah, we're we're watching. This I fight. hope they do Coliseum too. That'd be crazy. Can you imagine? Honestly, that would. In the words of Joe Rogan, that'd be wild, man. <laughs> wild. That would probably have Fucking ten million incredible. buys. That oh, would yeah. be a pay per view gold mine. That'd be yep. ten million buys. Oh yeah, I wonder if it's like what if Kim Kardashian and Taylor Swift were like we're gonna do a cage match? Who the fuck is not buying that? That's what we gotta do <laughs> like, next. But I mean, that's is that is that a car? Is that the the, the first? Oh, card? that's <laughs> right. I'm sorry, I forgot. You have a, you have a second. So okay, so okay, I uh, again, if they're both white belts, they're both of their striking is gonna be dog shit. I don't care. It, it doesn't matter. It's gonna be awkward. Yeah, because it's not even just. Like, if the three of us trained in striking for six months, we're going to be much better in six months. And they probably have high-level trainers, too. But it's a different thing when you actually go in there to try to apply that training. Like, it's not comparable, but I'm a purple belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. The first time I went to a tournament and and I actually competed in a tournament, it's different than when I was training for it. It gets a little more wild and a lot more spastic. Because you're nervous, there's other things, and no one was fucking watching me. <laughs> so mm. I can't imagine. I, I have to feel like these two would just run out in the middle and throw like like child choppy punches at each other. And then if Elon Musk falls on top of him again, he's sixty pounds heavier. I think Elon Musk wins a decision by just laying on him. <laughs> That's the other thing. I don't know. Do they force him to lose weight? 
Like, does he have to drop? Well, so uh, normally they would say yes because there's weight classes. Like, a, a place wouldn't sanction it. But if it's in Italy, they probably don't give a shit. It's, it's more like pride rules in yeah, Japan I think, it all, where I think it depends on if the, if the UFC puts their name on it. Because if the well, UFC if, puts their name on it, then they might have to. Well, they might have to if they were con- if they were confined to an actual sanctioned body. But if this is a gimmicky fight like that, there's probably something where money's going to be king here. They probably both sign waivers or something like that. I bet if everyone agreed to it, I don't think they would care. Yeah, I think the idea of them throwing those childlike punches be so though, is even better That's than why if I they would watch actually it. were got t- well this trained. Would get t- this would get ten million buys easily. And the Coliseum would be filled. <laughs> They'd have to put a big jumbotron outside the Coliseum for people to watch it because the streets would be filled. This is how I wish they would do elections now. That's I oh. was gonna say. I'm like watching two uh, old dudes like fight on each other. Like like you do your you do the uh, or a bike race. Do the first. <laughs> do the triathlon. You do the uh, what the, what the heck is it called? Um, both sides have it. The primaries. If you do the primaries, everyone votes, and then the top two candidates fight it out <laughs> to for fight who out. is the RNC or the DNC's candidate. <laughs> and then, then, then you have the regular election, but I think it's, that'd be funny. Like it, Trump versus DeSantis in a ring would be so funny. Well, I wanted Hunter Biden and uh, Donald Trump Jr. to, a coke defe- off? to defend their, <laughs> <laughs> a blow defend off their or Charlie Sheen off, as it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Defending their, uh, their father's honor uh, simultaneously as the debates go on. The Oedipus Bowl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like you'd have to have like um, tr- Trump would be in the corner as like the the massaging the shoulders guy <laughs> yeah. to tell him how to. Except he's him not up. massaging the fighter. No, it's just some girl <laughs> just... in the crowd. <laughs> and Joe Biden, they he's also in the corner because he's got to watch Hunter and make sure everything's all right. But, but he's like standing and facing like the. He's facing corner. the crowd <laughs> instead of Hunter. He's like, come on, Hunter, where are you? Where do I? Sh- Wish we'd been boxing, bowling, baseball since fourteen fifty nine. Someone had to keep telling him that what's happening. Ship for uh, Mr. President, the the ring is that way. Oh, come on, man! I know it's over here, six six degrees separation from Adam and Eve. <laughs> Trump's just in the corner. Look at that guy. He's probably the worst coach we've ever seen, and we've seen a lot of coaches, folks. I do love your Trump. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I had to throw it in there. I, thought I it was love there. your Trump, man. Thank you. It's so good. Thank you. Yeah. If anyone has it, please go to Noah's Instagram and TikTok page and just watch his impression. They're so good and they're so funny. Thank you. The uh, God, I don't. I also thought it'd be funny if they did like in uh in Billy Madison, like uh, how they tried to decide who's going to win the company with like a a ten event, like different like because because in this one it'd be even tougher for unfortunately for. For Biden, because it would be intellectual, cerebral, and physical, and I think he loses all those. <laughs> but you know, maybe Trump can get him in the uh, in the intellectual. But watching those two do a like a bike race would be hilarious. Oh, that'd be really they both yeah. fall over, neither make it to the finish line. Everyone's like, now what? I mean, I don't even think you have to do a real bike race. You can just put them on pelotons and just see who lasts <laughs> longer. Yeah, who, the price who stays upright? Peloton stock. Just who can rising. finish? Who can finish a peloton workout? <laughs> Neither one of them. On extreme. Can. Like, the not, not, no, no basic peloton, just extreme. In person with a peloton instructor there screaming at them both. Come on! I think, I think Biden starts to get off because he thinks it's over, but they just finish like the warm up lap. You know, they, you get on a peloton, it's like, all right, let's warm oh, up. Sh- and he's, he gets off and he's like, come on, man, I won. And you're like, Mr. President, that was the, that was the warm up. 
And Trump's on there like, and he's, loser. Okay. <laughs> and even though it's a stationary bike, Biden still falls off the bike. <laughs> somehow, somehow the bike doesn't know which direction to go. The bike. It's a stationary turns. bike. The bike somehow turning, looking around, like well, where he, am I supposed to go right now? He's trying to get to the ice cream. That's in his mind the whole time. Ice cream. His obsession with ice cream is so funny. I started a. This, this is a sidebar, but I started my own little uh, series on Instagram. It's uh, uh, Biden doing ice cream reviews. So I just go around and buy cones from different fast food restaurants and do Biden trying their cones. <laughs> brilliant <laughs> yeah no i tried it one day and i was like oh this is funny i'm gonna keep yep. doing that some videos i come up with just for my own amusement like i don't know i'm sure i'm sure you've done this Do you ever have a guest on the show just because yes. you really just want to talk to them you don't I'll, really care if anyone else wants I've, to talk honestly, to them honestly <laughs> i've had pe- i've had people on of us why do you why'd you ask me to come on like, like cause really i think like you're you. cool <laughs> <laughs> i had Al, uh, alex uh, alex from jukebox it's one of my favorite bars in the city and Alex mm-hmm. always been such a cool guy. He's like, why'd you ask me on? I'm like, I love your bar. <laughs> and he's like, okay, he's like, there we right, go. Cool. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, I have people on all the time that I just did. I released one today. Um, uh, uh, Rachel Ventura, she uh, runs uh, Frankie Lynn Hot Dogs. It's a hot dog pop-up. It's the best hot dogs in the city. I, I think they're fantastic. And she That's was awesome. like, you want me to come? I'm like, yeah, I like your hot dogs. And it's my podcast. So whoever comes on, comes on. <laughs> That's how art should be created, though. You know, yeah. you are the first, um, you're the first listener, the first viewer, whether you're yeah. playing jazz, making a podcast, uh, doing comedy. Like, if you don't like your own art, you probably Well, I think that's kind of, to it. Noah's yeah. point, you're like, I I just thought it was fun for, like, yeah, if you weren't enjoying it, why would you even do it? But in that same vein, though, I don't listen to my own stuff. Like, do you ever listen to your own podcast? No. Never. No. Yeah, no. Once I post it, like, I have the idea for something because I want to do it, and then I do it. And then I never listen to it. I don't watch my own videos. Like I, I can't. I used to listen sometimes. Yeah. Like uh, like when I post, I just kind of. Well, obviously for like audio quality and such. But yeah, I mean I just like check actually it. like no, listen. No, no. I you're, you're a music guy, yeah? Like, yeah, yeah. So do you ever like listen to your own stuff? For after audio it's done? quality and then I'm the, my worst critic. Yeah, and exactly. just berate yeah. myself. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because I'm the same. I stopped listening. I don't know, man. 150 episodes ago. Because mm. I was just like, God, I'm fucking terrible at this. <laughs> Why do people keep coming on here? But also, to, like you talk about your own worst credit, because the things that you're picking apart are things that I pick apart. No one even notices. Yeah, yeah. No one's like, what are you talking about? You did? I didn't even know you did that. I'm like, well, I did. And it's fucking terrible. Yeah, especially <laughs> DJing. Because it's been like the latest endeavor, um, especially with music for me, is um, I'm playing like end of the night. I mean, it's three o'clock in the morning. And I'm like in the green room and I'm like, God, I messed up here and here. Yeah. And it's like over the course of an hour and a half. And I like leave the green room and I'm like done feeling sorry for myself. And I realize everybody's just absolutely hammered and just yeah. dancing, having a good time. And none of it was about me ever anyways. Like it was never. Um, I remember that. I remember playing in bands like we'd get off stage and. I'm like, dude, we really fucked that last song up. And people are like, I love that last song. I'm like, oh, that's right. You have no fucking clue. Yeah. And you don't care. You were here because you just wanted to have fun and mm-hmm. listen to music. You didn't hear that somebody missed a note or two because like, I, you haven't played that song 700 times. It's right. like, doing, yeah. like doing theater. Um, I've, I've done a bunch of plays and stuff. And uh, only you know the script. Like yeah. Most of the time, the audience has never done that show or been in that show. So like... 
every once in a while you'll have that guy that's like, I was in there in high school and I know you missed that line. But like for the most part, people in there, they're like, wow, that scene was amazing. And you're like, dude, I made that scene up. I forgot all my lines. (laughs) It's also like failing gracefully too, I think is is like a big part of creating and especially like live performance. Sure. um, Is that ability to like, I kind of don't know what I'm doing. I'm kind of messing up, but I'm going to like save face and do it gracefully. Yeah. Is um like when DJing, if I make like an awful face of like wincing in pain, that's gonna let everybody know that, oh, he probably messed up. Yeah. But if I'm just no emotion, no reaction to it, or you know, in theater, yeah, um, back to you, if you're able to yeah, make it up on the spot and just roll with it, nobody's gonna notice yeah. that. So if it you- flows and you're confident with it, no one's gonna know that. Yeah. So you said Trump Jr. and Hunter Biden? Yeah, yeah, okay, in, in a a defense card. of their fathers. And then what was your card again? You had, so uh, I actually thought that fighters would come out and say it's bullshit, but they would all try to get on it. I bet there would be a lot of legit fight because, again, everyone's going to fucking see that. It's going to be the largest pay-per-view of all time, and it oh, wouldn't yeah. even be close. So I actually think that you could put a lot of ti- – you could put title fights on that. People would – because they'd be like, so many people are going to see me fight for the title, I think – Sponsored I think I think you I think you could I, it could be like a four hour card. <laughs> People would watch it. People would take days off of work for that. I would have like, to because I would get crippled drunk at that thing. <laughs> like they'd start they'd start they'd have to start that because like usually they start fights so late, but like they'd have yeah. for because everyone in the world will watch that fight. They'd well, have yeah. to start it. They start later. late for us because yeah. we're three. Like when that well true especially if it was in Italy. But oh, then it yeah. would start earlier for us because the, oh, yeah, they're be five like, hours ahead. So yeah. for us, it'd probably be it'd be like done fine. at two p.m. Like the uh, that's how, like whatever. Like when I'm following fights, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to check the fights, and then I'm like, oh, they're already done because they were in Abu Dhabi or something like that. Mm. But yeah, it's a uh, oh my god, like the World Cup right now, the Women's yeah. World Cup. It's in Australia, I think, and uh, like that's way ahead. Yeah. So I like oh, when's the game? And it's like oh, it was over like five hours ago. <laughs> it's like. I'm really glad that you just brought up the Women's World Cup. Okay. Was that, was that an That's intro? That's my top. Oh, look at oh, that. So, no, the, the, it's, it's not even necessarily my – it's not the Women's World Cup. It's actually a blend because this has been okay. a huge topic for at least a year is the Women's World Cup and the WNBA kind of squashed together because I have a – Okay. It's the, the, it's the women versus men um, debate about whether or not they are paid enough. Now – before we get into it, the reason that I brought this up is because on paper, especially the Women's World Cup, it was really wild until a lot of the stuff actually came out about it. Because, yeah, I mean, the women's U.S. soccer team have been beating the ever-loving shit out of every team for the last Yeah, we're like, going for decade. a 3P right now. I mean, they crazy. thump everybody. They are hands down by far the best in the world, oh, yeah. and it ain't even close. And they have been the best for as long as I can remember. So then the debate has always been, why do the men make more than that? And it's similar on the WNBA side. And I, I, to me, you know, the, the WNBA also has always had a a huge pay disparity. There's a lot of reasons why Um, there's very obvious reasons why. And I thought that this is what the topic should be. Hmm. I think that both of those, the WNBA in particular have a massive marketing problem. Oh, yeah. I mean, no one fucking knows when that shit's happening. Yeah, yeah. 
I and and it's all tied together. So when you're like, well, no one's we're not getting paid enough. Like, well, first of all, your seasons are shorter. Sorry to say, but no one is watching those games, whether in person or on TV. And also, no one knows when the fuck they're happening. And it's the same thing. Like, so we'll stick with the WNBA for now. Because that's been a big thing. I went to the WNBA YouTube page. I think they have 267,000 followers. I have had people on here that have more followers than that. And to me, and I'm not, that's that's not a, you know, well, the hell, I mean, Noah, you're around 110 on Instagram, right? Yeah, and on uh, TikTok, I've got 325. That's what I'm talking about, okay? You know, and, and it, that, that's not, Noah somehow figured out this on his own. Mm. You know, he, I, he doesn't have a marketing team, but he's kind of sat down and found out the way to get himself out there. So somebody that has 300,000 follow, uh, followers on one, I've had people that have had half a million followers. Uh, Sir Yacht, Joey Kinsey, he's been on here. He has, I think, half a million on uh, on on TikTok, probably more at this point. Perfect example of no one going to NBA or WNBA games. There's this guy, Jidian or Jid something. He's a YouTuber sensation, and uh, he got banned from all of the NBA for going to a WNBA game courtside and sleeping across four seats. <laughs> like that's, four if seats that's not, slept. yeah, he bought four courtside seats and just laid down and slept during a game. So the NBA was like solidarity. We're yeah. going to ban you from the NBA. So he yeah. can't go see the NBA now. And he probably only paid a hundred bucks <laughs> for all no, four of those WNBA seats. tickets are pretty cheap. Yeah. That's and no. So I, I agree though. Like aside. So like Brittany Griner, she was locked up in Russia for way too long. Like that was crazy. Oh, that was insane. Yeah. Um just ridiculous. Um and the trade was ridiculous. Everything about that situation was just terrible. Ass no one won. Yeah. But she her, her and Sue Bird are like the only two names that people know in the WNBA. Like and people you name, know Brittany Griner not for yeah, basketball. Not for basketball yeah, yeah, because she was locked up in Russia. Yeah. yeah. Like unless you followed college women's college basketball religiously, she was an animal. Oh yeah. An absolute animal. Like just destroying everybody. Boards, points, just just a machine. And so I followed her in college because that was cool. She was impressive. And so I knew her, but like, unless you followed women's college basketball, you didn't know who she was until she got locked up in Russia. Yeah. And you're like, oh, Brittany Griner. But like, they have such a marketing problem. Huge. With just even pointing out who these women are. Like, no one knows the stars of the game. Like, that's yeah. that's such a big problem. And I think uh, if you really want to equal the wage gap, first of all, guys make way too much money. Like, there is no reason. Like, it's exciting, it's great to watch, but, like, in professional sports, in my opinion, every professional sports player makes way too much money. Like, yeah. I don't think, like, Ronaldo, as great as he is with a soccer Dude, ball. Dude, that guy. There is no reason for him to make that much money. He has. He, is, he makes the most money of any professional sports player. And I don't understand, like, like, I would understand if based off his, because he has the most Instagram followers of any I think of any male. Oh, I think he's like of all 600 time. million or something yeah. ridiculous. But, but so like for country. him to make that much money off of ad deals, that I understand. But as just a player is ridiculous yeah. to me. Upon contract I, signing, that's I, I would be willing to bet that most of his money comes from things that are, to quote David Beckham, off the pitch. <laughs> because when David Beckham got really popular, it, he the, people would be like, you're the highest paid footballer in the world. He goes, not 
off the pitch, not on not yeah. on the field. I'm not. Mm. But I mean, th- this kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier about the 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 sport of you know European football is global outside of the U.S. I bet you that guy. I mean, you got to think how many jerseys are all over the world, like Ronaldo jerseys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because, again, it's and, a global sport. Yeah. Basketball is a global sport, but nowhere near what right. European football is. It's not even close. So I, I, But even then, he's still overpaid. No one needs that much fucking money. Yeah. But that comes to, I mean, back to the WNBA thing, like that is because of David Beckham's marketability and how he was able to market himself and you know, yeah. you know, generate some more for that. Um, some more for himself, but do you think like for the for the pay disparity um, between WNBA and NBA? Do you think that money should be directed towards that marketing of getting more people interested in the WNBA well, or to the players first? So the NBA <laughs> actually subsidizes the WNBA, so a lot of what they do, the NBA kind of eats. Because it, it's part of the it's part of the NBA. Um, I'm almost positive you can't find WNBA financials. The reason that most people spec is because it loses money every single year. Um, but to that point, the NBA sure knows how to market itself. Can you lend that team to the WNBA for a couple of weeks? Right. I mean, it's. I mean, do you watch the NBA at all? No, only big games for the most part. But well, sports but I in bet general. without it, I bet you wouldn't have any trouble naming fifteen players, even though you're not even somebody that right, follows right. the NBA. Right? Yeah, yeah. Can you? I couldn't name fifteen NBA players in the history of the WNBA. Yeah, I don't. I can name like like I can name three: Lisa Lobo, uh, two uh, Lisa Leslie, Diana, Rebecca Lobo, Diana Taurasi, Dawn Staley, and and those are Sue Bird. fifteen years ago players. Mm-hmm. Like they're not yeah. now. Sue Bird, Caitlin Clark. Uh, that's I about, couldn't even get the I'm ten. Out. You know, and but it's that's not, a and you know, the the casual sports person who like becomes, um, who wants to pay attention to this issue is like, oh well, you, you just don't care enough, and it's like, well, no, not really, because there's no re- they haven't given me a reason to care. Like, if the I don't watch the NBA either. The other thing with the WNBA is, uh, when the games are played is not. No one's paying attention. Like no. their summer, their their league like goes on during the summer, kind of. Like it's not like it's not lined up with, um, I don't. It's not throughout the whole summer, but I think it's it's lined up with the NBA, kind of, but not really. Like there's yeah. they're, like you know, I don't even know the scheduling. Like I could I could look yeah. this up, of course. Like you, well, you're not you're not doing your research. No, I'm not. So I could, but the whole thing with the NBA is I know when games are happening and I don't even do my research. I don't do my research. So in it's the NBA a marketing either. it's a marketing issue. Yeah. Like I love sports. I will watch men's sports, women's sports, uh, beanbags, like it whatever the sport is, whoever is playing it, I will watch. So if you gave me information about a sport being played, this is the same thing. Like cricket, I've always wanted to get into cricket. Do you know what there isn't in the United States? Information about cricket. Like you have to actually go and Google how cricket is played, how it is scored. Like you can't find any of that. That's a great example because I can tell you because cricket is also a global sport. Yeah. There is actually a cricket player. I don't know his name, but I can tell you he has something like 300 million followers. Yeah. No, because it is. It people obsess about yeah. cricket anywhere else yeah. other than the United And I know States. more about that. I can't tell you what any NBA WNBA player has following wise. But I mean, I don't. I can tell you the two games that I've watched in the NBA in the last seven years. Mm. One was the 2016, the when the Cavs won. That was one. 
I didn't even watch the other six of the other games. And then the other one was just a random Miami Heat finals game, I think four years ago before the pandemic when I was at, we were renting some cabin in Kelly's Island. And uh, we, we just toured the end, uh, toward the, like right before the, the season that we were watching the final. And they had a cool outside thing and there was a TV like, ah, let's just watch a game and drink beer. I don't know who won. I, I don't even know who the Heat were playing. Mm. <laughs> but it was just a game that was on. Those are the two of the games that I've watched and I can still easily without even without even breaking a sweat, name 20 players, and I, it would take me 10 seconds. Because I just said that, that stuff, and I don't have to do my research. To your point, no. I don't have to do my research on the NBA. But I know in December there are games. Mm. I have no idea if there are December WNBA games. I don't think there are, but I don't know. That's, I like watching like playoffs, like high stakes, any yeah. sport. Like That's why I love the Olympics. I get really into curling for n- no good reason, other than it's just very high stakes, and it yeah. has... Good pressure. Curling's hilarious too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's very calming. It's it's calming, but it's very tense. Okay, so I was right. It does go through September. So the WNBA season goes from May sixth to the September eighteenth. When's their like their playoffs? And they only play thirty six games. There's only twelve. Teams. Wait, May sixth. So then the NBA is over then. Yeah, May sixth through September eighth. So the NBA is in their playoffs at that point. Okay. Because they're they're like made a June end of June is like when the finals are. Well, and so that I think that's their an, so another that's their problem issue. Of theirs. Their big yeah. issue is that their season kicks off when the best basketball on the planet is being played. Yes, and that's not uh, to say that yeah. they aren't playing high quality no, basketball. It's not, but... A lot of women basketball, some of the best shooters you've ever seen, like because oh, yeah. they they don't dunk. So like a couple of them do, but sure. like they have some of the best handles. Some of the best passing you'll see. Like if it's you, high if level you actually basketball. sit down and watch a WNBA game, it is some of the coolest. It's high stuff. level basketball. It's high level. That's not but, a dispute. But the NBA playoffs are starting when your season is starting, and it goes till the end of June. So that's two months of your thirty-six game season. Yeah. And that's, let's be real. There's also a, a psychological to the cat again. The hardcore people are not what keep anything going. It's the casual people that then, keep things going. And then, 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 yeah. then, your playoffs, your playoffs, so they, they go through September, right? So their playoffs are happening when the baseball playoffs are starting. That's, that was the other thing I was saying. And so, no one is watching because... It's overlapping because with baseball. Although we're, we're baseball's, yeah, although baseball's viewership has steeply declined... Yeah, because it's boring and dumb. Playoff baseball... <laughs> Playoff baseball. I still watch baseball, so fuck you. But no, <laughs> hey, it's still. But it's, but it's also. And yeah, again, this no, goes back to the casual thing I just mentioned. Playoff it's baseball. It's still my favorite thing to go to. Right. Yeah. yeah of course. I yeah. go to several go to games a, game a year. Is so fun. Who the fuck doesn't so want fun. to? I love going to the games. It's but, so much fun. But like America, like you are drawn to competition. Yes. So like I don't golf, but whenever the Masters are on, I'm honed in, and I'm like, this is my favorite golfer. I'm gonna pull for him for four it's days. Cool to watch like, those things. And man. I love the competition aspect. So when baseball, when the playoffs are on, that is some of the most electric baseball you'll watch, even See, if you don't care. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I like. That's the only time I tune into sports so because of the intensity. Right. Even if it's not like a Cleveland team, right? Playing, it is still just the yeah. best. That that is the pinnacle of that sport in. That, yeah. in those moments. So, and the, also throwing the women a bone. Who the fuck does not want to watch? I have watched so many Serena Williams tennis matches. Oh my gosh. Watching her house these horrible stupid women that think they could beat her. And this she has been just the most dominant tennis force for as long as I can remember. That's and that's almost the reverse of it. I don't know any male tennis players. Right. 
I don't know, man. But but that but I think so yeah. so yeah. So they're starting their season and the NBA playoffs, which I think the NFL playoffs are still the most watched, but the NBA yeah. playoffs are right on their heels. Yeah, like people watch that, and and universally the NFL is getting more reach now because of like the Euro League and kind of a little bit. But but the NBA is watched the most overseas. In the the NBA, well, the NFL is I think the the greatest financial anomaly because football is not global at no. all. Yeah, basketball you can at least say because like it's played in every country. Basketball, yeah. this is uh, the, the reason that I, I don't know if you guys remember all that shit that was going on like with well, it's still going on in China. There's a lot of obviously yeah. China is a horrible place, but they have such a huge NBA deal. That's why a lot of the players can afford to get paid what they get paying because they have global TV deals. Right. And China's a billion dollar market. Right. But that's why it's even though the NBA, NFL NBA is kind of can can compete NFL wise, it's amazing that the NFL does what it does because it's not global at all. The perfect No one in fucking India is watching the NFL right. Super Bowl. Right. I mean it's it's but they'll watch it, but they have they they have basketball. Well like Cleveland is a we are a diehard football town. I mean, yes. yeah, we love our Cavs, but when they're losing we fall. We we yeah, stop. Yeah. yeah. Browns consistently every Sunday that that Union is packed and on a losing streak still packed. Oh, yeah. next year's our year after a full losing season. That's what always has baffled me about specifically football is there's and I mean there's more major cities too that are like that that have like they have all three sports teams but they have like very very um, specific ones. So if like you go ours like, being the Browns yeah. and still being an there are some, awful team. It's towns that are sports towns that aren't transplant cities. So like uh, Atlanta, Philadelphia, Boston, yep. Cleveland. You know, those are – because like you go to like – I remember like going to uh, – I remember being in San Diego for a Sunday and I wanted to watch a game. And everybody was watching, but no one was really – because no one's really from California. They, yeah. they all move there, you know. Mm-hmm. New York's the same way. Like – you know, they're the people. They get really kind of into obviously like the Knicks and the Yankees and Mets and stuff. But they're still. It it's not the same thing as being in a city like Cleveland or, I think Philadelphia and Boston are probably the other better examples because those are, you know, they have all the sports, but, you know, football is their fucking jam, man. But how how does that get like latched on? I don't know, man. I really don't. I don't, and that's I think again, kind of goes back to the original thing about like the WNBA. It's like I don't. It has to be – you have you need the marketing. you got to yeah. have people start watching before. You can't just pay people to pay people. No one gets – no one does – no one pays the NBA players just because they want to pay them more. It's because they generate billions of dollars. Step one with their marketing, though, is moving their season. Like, oh, I 100% yeah, agree. I found their problem right now. Like, we're just sitting in a basement in Cleveland somewhere, and – I found the problem for the WNBA. Who their do we season. have to call like, to sort that out? Right. Like, we can, we can that should see. Mm. So the perfect – and the perfect place to put it – I don't it, have a lot of local – I have mainly local numbers. So. The perfect <laughs> place to put this season is during the regular season of the NBA. Because, like, the casual NBA fan is not watching till the playoffs. The hardcore NBA fans, they'll watch every yeah. game, but they're not – like, whatever. But if you threw the – because when, when uh, the Super Bowl happens – by that point, baseball's done, and the Super Bowl's just finished, so football's done. You just have the NBA. Now, if the WNBA started, like, the week after the Super Bowl, 
So many people would watch that. And you could buy ads. You could buy a big ad for the WNBA season starter for the Super Bowl. You know how many eyes are on the Super Bowl ads every year? If you had a WNBA and you could get you could get all these former NBA players and WNBA yeah. players to come on this this ad and do like a whole, hey, I got next, and you throw the ball, and it's just like, oh, that's Larry Bird. Oh, that's Sue Bird. Oh, that's like, and it's like all these, and it's WNBA season starts next week. Yeah, you know, it's, I agree, because people would watch. When you have like the, when you have like the, the, the basketball, football, baseball kind of cyclical seasonal mm-hmm. year, I think when the NBA finals end, everyone's just like, cool, move on to baseball now. Like, even your casual people who are the people you need that aren't watching, those are the people that you need. And they, they're like, oh, it's baseball time now. Well, Whether it's like, just going to hang out at the games like me, but we don't have that. Or on bar TVs is my thing, because I come from working in restaurants, too. And it's like, I'm watching, like, sitting at a bar, I'm watching, like, what's in front of me. Yeah. Whether it's curling. If they put on cricket, I could probably get into it. Um, it's a terrifying sport, by the way. Mm-hmm. You're a watch cricket. I, I know it's crazy. Nothing it about crazy. it. It's crazy. So is rugby. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. And I've my uncle and I were talking about this. Uh, America does just does not have a rugby. Like we have a U.S. men's team and a U.S. women's team, but like it'd be so easy in the off season of the NFL to have a rugby league in those stadiums. Oh yeah. Like, you know how many people with you know how many people and... would go and watch rugby matches at the the Brown Stadium like in the off season that that's so cool that's another one too. you ever watch oh yeah like all these take an NFL team and like, be like hey uh, guys take your pads off and do the exact same thing they're like fuck you all them psychos in Australia New Zealand are like we're gonna fuck everyone up mm-hmm. in fact I'm a those guys like that's what they're doing those guys are nutty but those guys also look like football players do. With the pads on, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's their natural build. Yeah, those guys look like guys that date bears. Like, they just, like, they just look different. Like, there's like actually... Like those videos in Russia where the guy's just, like, friends with a bear. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Dagestani wrestlers. Yeah. There's videos of, like, Khabib, uh, Durgamedov. Uh, he was a UFC lightweight champion. There's mm. videos of him wrestling bears. They're just different. Like, there's... They're all built a little bit differently. Like those rugby guys are too. Like they're I don't the... think you could pay me enough to wrestle a dude who's wrestled a bear. I'm like if there's I rather take the dude or I the bear. No, like I I really don't know. Like there money is money, but if I am so messed up to the point where I can't even <laughs> do anything with that money, I don't think it's worth it. Like I if you're if you're gonna say, Hey, I'll give you this much money to be silent about something, I'll take the money. Yeah. You're just like, I just watched you uh steal from a homeless guy but here's a million dollars don't ever tell anybody like fine i'll give you know fifty thousand to that homeless guy so he can go get an apartment yeah and then i'll just keep the rest for myself yeah like yeah you can buy my my loyalty (laughs) yeah you can buy my loyalty but if you're gonna say hey i'm gonna break every bone in your body but i'll give you a million dollars for it it, i think i'm gonna stay poor it would depend i like my limbs it would depend on the rules of the uh the dagestani wrestling match if i can tap out like all right. All right, fine. I already have my game plan. <laughs> it's going to be early and fast. <laughs> if you're getting paid per minute, you know, how long are you going to try and stretch that out? It de- okay, well, then it depends on the size of the mat, because I'll just run circles. Eventually, <laughs> I'm going to get some money out of this. Phone booth. 
That's, that's I feel pretty size. good there because I can just go like this, and he can't move either. I'm hoping <laughs> phone booths aren't very big. Plus, then. where's a phone booth? <laughs> yeah. yeah, where is the last remaining phone booth? It's probably like, probably like the last remaining blockbuster. We there's that blockbuster that's still open. That is weird. Like it's Who the is last keeping remaining. that thing in place? It, it, somebody's laundering money through that somehow. That's a that's a that's a cocaine slash blow front. Maybe that's what I think. <laughs> There was something great about going into a video store, though, and just like I loved going to video perusing. stores. Yeah, like it's it's I hate like I like that we have all these streaming services and I can just like cycle through and be like I want to watch that. But at the same time, it's so much more fun to walk into a video store and be like I have no clue what I want to watch, and you go down the different like sci-fi aisle. Yeah, and, and I you really... just like look at them, and you can read all the bios on the back, and it's. I was a Hollywood video fan. I really yeah, liked Hollywood. I used to have video. one at the corner of a uh, street I grew up. I, at. So I really Friday liked. Uh, I really liked it toward the last couple years of video stores when they were really getting bad, and you could start buying videos, and you could buy like four for twenty dollars. And they started putting video games in there too. Yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, it was so. They good. They put like the old Doom games in there, and you could just buy those. Yeah, I do. I. I do like that. You know, it's funny you mentioned because one of my other possible topics, depending on what you guys were going to bring, was the. Uh, uh, the writer strike that that that's oh going yeah on. oh yeah yeah um, because someone had mentioned that to me because I wasn't paying attention because I don't care uh, if it doesn't really affect me indirectly it's very hard hence my lack of knowledge of the WNBA like they just haven't gotten me yet mm. but you know someone mentioned I'm like man I really hope this writer strike ends soon because we want some original stuff and I'm like I feel like they could be on strike for ten years and I wouldn't get through all the streaming services like there's yeah I mean we have HBO Max. There must be two hundred so shows on there that I haven't didn't even know existed that I would probably that are probably pretty good. The only thing, the only thing that bo- like the thing that bothers me the most though are the shows that like you could be currently watching, or the movie franchises mm. that like might get canceled because either the actors get too old or they're like Stranger Things, perfect example. Like that's on hold because of the writers' strike. And these kids are not getting any younger. I think there's a time jump for the next season, but this is like the final season of a show that has hooked America for like the last decade almost. Yeah, that's a... And that's that's on hold right now because of the strike. And also, SAG's on strike too. So now your actors are on strike and your writers are on strike. I'm really scared that that last season will never Do you know made. what the... Or how long has it been going on? The, the actor strike's been going on since the 14th. Okay. And the so not, writer's strike's been going on for a very long time. Really? I feel like that's been going on since June. Oh, okay. Maybe May. No, I didn't know. Let I was still see. trying to get through the last season of Succession. Uh, so. My friend was an extra on that show. Really? Yeah. He there's a On the, the last season, there's a scene where a bunch of protesters are on a street, and he's a guy holding a sign. And oh, one day so he cool. got paid, because you get paid extra if you have to run. And so he actually <laughs> he got to run. And he got paid extra because he had to run. That is awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. When did the I actually even think now uh, that I have a, a child, I could definitely. Okay. Yeah. This May second. It takes so long skilled. for us to get through a show. Yeah. And, <laughs> and now with all the different streaming services too, it's like okay, yeah, you have all two hundred shows that you have to get through on on HBO. It would take. It's us, like all right now. I gotta go to Netflix. Oh yeah. Writers Guild May May second. May second. May second. So that's it's, a, that's it's a long time. We're coming up on three, three whole. When you months. think about how many shows are always kind of like in development or in the mix, or I mean, that's that's a yeah. long time. Yeah, Man. and it's not like because of how strikes are set up, it's not like there's just going to be scabs that like 
we can create all this amazing stuff. I wish like, there was. For some reason, I think that, like, like what if, <laughs> what if like there was a writer strike during the last season of Game of Thrones, and then like all of a sudden, the like, sad Daenerys part is, is girl you the went sad to high part with? is the scabs would have written a better last season, probably. <laughs> like I mean, as much as people, they would never get into SAG, they'd never win awards, yeah. but they would definitely have written a better. Last that'd be season. an interesting era for television oh, too. So like, amazing. Oh yeah, there was a six months in 2023 where everything was like written by yeah. unpaid interns. Can you imagine if there was and, a like, writer school kids. Everyone was just taken over by other people that we didn't know. A yeah. But the, the seasons kept going yeah. with the yeah. same characters, and just no one commented <laughs> it's on like it. That season no of Roseanne where they just switched out daughters. Yeah. <laughs> Or like now they have the the Connors and she's just not even there. Yeah, they just like yeah she's she's gone. Yeah, she's gone. She left. We haven't seen her in a while. We'll see. I always I hate and no when, one cared. <laughs> I hate when shows do that. Like they'll just replace an actor and pretend like you never know. The only one Game I, of Thrones did that. Like there was there's a uh, Daenerys her character she falls in love with the army guy and then a couple episodes later he's a completely the next different season, dude that looks he's a different guy. Like him. Yeah, he's a different guy. I remember my girlfriend Kirsten was watching this show for the first time this past uh winter and she's watching and she gets to that episode of that season and she goes, "Where's this guy from? Like who is this guy?" Yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's the that's the guy from the last episode, but he's a completely different actor." <laughs> yeah, I I can see both of their faces. He was uh he was like a she absorbed their army and he was this one of these guys and it was like the the last two episodes of a season and it was this guy and then the next season started and it's a completely different guy <laughs> and I, when i say completely different oh yeah they first look guy, nothing alike. first guy's like skinny with like no facial hair and the other guy is like long hair and a beard and, and playing the same character he looks like a like a just well now with ai i feel like if you had to do that over the course of a couple episodes, you could just slowly could superimpose the new actor onto the old one. Like, look at... Look almost, at, like, gaslight the audience into being like, no, it was this guy the whole time. We just slowly this is, transitioned This, is, this him. is him, bro. That's... Look at that. Oh. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> I think they were just like, everyone yeah. loves the show. It really doesn't matter who we replace. Like, I can only think of a couple shows that... Those, I, obviously, Roseanne did that. They replaced the daughter. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air replaced the mom. About four, I think it ran for six seasons, and I think the last two seasons was a completely and again look nothing alike. Seinfeld replaced Jerry uh, George's dad. Oh, that's right. Costanza. Actually, Jerry's dad was also not the same either. Yeah, Jerry's dad in the first season was. Or some, excuse me, yeah, Jerry's dad. That's Jerry's what I was dad was about. a different guy. Yeah, and then all of a sudden. When the show got probably just when it got picked up, mm. you know, it was just a completely different guy. Uh, there those are a like, couple instances of that, yeah. Those aren't like substantial characters to the show, like not appearing in every single episode as well. Like the mom from French Prince of Bel Air, I wouldn't have even noticed. Yeah. You know, I did because I watched that show. The I, only I, other I, thing that makes sense is when a character grows up and you're like, if you didn't use the same actor or if you did like a time jump and the person looks different, yeah. it doesn't have, in my opinion, it doesn't have to be the same person. But even then, like I'm like, yeah, the, uh, well, like, well, you mentioned the stranger things because those kids, when that show started, those kids were young. So young. And I now know. they're all grown up into yeah. very ugly adults. <laughs> and the, I'm sure one of them had a beard in some ad I saw not that long ago. And it was a little jarring. For I kind of tapped out of that show. Uh, it's cool. I, I don't dislike the show. Um, 
I think the last season I watched, I was just like, they again were just like, do you know what's going on? I'm like, yeah, it happens. I, well, do you guys not check in with each other? Why do you guys all, like every now, just like you guys at the end of the season, like, yeah, something weird has been going on. I'm like, why are you blown away by this? You guys should have weekly check-ins. You don't have to be friends. And you should talk about whether or not some weird shit is happening. Also, move away from this town. For God's sakes. Like, yeah, why isn't it Indiana, fact, too? Like the fact, the fact that you brought that up, the funny thing is they do, and they still come back. Like the in the in like see in like the third season I think, at the end they oh yeah they're in like California the, they move away from the town they're like we need to get out of here and they do and then like fourth season it's like oh we need to go back it's yeah like, that's why? weird that's weird <laughs> why do you do why would you not close down that town and just like eh, well it's like we'll, that's we'll close it. and I was I'm a I still am a big fan of like you know horror movies but like the Friday the Thirteenth ones were funny because everyone's like Camp Crystal Lake like. Like, if, if my friend tells me this place has really bad soup, I don't go there. It, if, if multiple people like, have yeah, been this murdered there, bad. I won't even it? drive by it. <laughs> but they're just like, nah, it's under new ownership. It's not the same place that had all those murders. It's Camp Crystal Lake, but we have new T-shirts. Everything's different. And they just kept getting people to go back there. <laughs> that's like That's, that's like what the... I feel about the Stranger Things town. Well, Jason Voorhees probably did the marketing for Camp Crystal Lake at that point. He at least outsourced. He was involved. Maybe not yeah. directly, but he was involved. And a very successful campaign. He's like, guys, how do we bury this? How do we bury what I've done so I can do it again? And they're like, the great, backyard. great question, Jason. I remember you bringing this up about a year ago. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do the exact same thing. <laughs> That's brilliant. I, That's brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, like these, the, the Stranger Things, like they're, when it's kids, because kids, especially at that age, yeah. they look, very different after like a year. Yeah. Like the girl that plays, is her name Eleven? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't look like a kid anymore. Millie Bobby Brown, yeah. Someone, I saw like a picture of her like in a reel. I was like, God damn, that's a woman. <laughs> like, yeah, that they, is they a... They grow up so fast. So they're like fast. in middle school, then they go to high school, and now they're just adults. That black kid looks like he's like 35. <laughs> yeah, Like I think he that... just... The uh, other ones actually kind of look like kids, mm. but like that black kid looks... I mean, he just he just looks like an adult. Yeah, like if you're yeah. gonna try to tell me that kid's just still doing, I'm like, nope, uh, uh-uh. that is an adult male. <laughs> yeah, he's he's uh something Caleb Caleb yeah, McLaughlin. Caleb, yeah, yeah, and he's in this he's in this new show um about LeBron. Yeah, the, shooting uh, stars. Yeah, yeah, and he's playing a playing a younger kid again in high school, and it's yeah. like. I saw you in high school in Stranger Things. I feel like you're older now. <laughs> well, it's like Grease. Like, you're trying to tell me those were were high school kids? Oh, Danny Zuko was like 30. Travolta, yeah, Travolta was like in his, yeah, 30s probably. When yeah. He came out. Like, that's crazy. Like, he was not a young man. Nowhere close. <laughs> like, Nowhere I, close. I live like right by Lakewood High School. I see high school kids walk by mm. all the time. They're tiny, weird-looking people that are very <laughs> not sure of themselves. They don't look like Danny Zuko. Mm. <laughs> But I mean, it, it's hard to corral all these young kids to be good actors. So you need like established people. Agreed, agreed. But yeah, no, the writers' strike, and the the, the crazy part is, the writers' strike that's been going since May second, and there's no like end in sight. And then the SAG stuff just started, and that like the studios are not budging at all. Like these guys are like, I think a lot of those two, like the, that we were talking about marketing problems. At least from what I know and what I've seen about the writer strike and the SAG strike, that's also a marketing problem. Like I don't want to see 
Kevin Bacon talking about equal. I just don't, man. Yeah. Like I, I don't like. I, and th- that's actually how I came. Like he was like Kevin Bacon and his wife were in a, a picket line, you know, arguing for you know, for for you know proper wages and like. But there's calm the fuck down. There's some guys though that I do like. So, um, Sean Austin, he plays Sam Gamgee in the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. He's also in the Goonies. Like so. He makes good money, but like he's not like Tom Cruise, like making billions. Oh yeah. So no. like they're the strike. People are under like the misconception that like all these famous people want more money. Yeah. But it's more so that they're trying to use their stre- their no, stature because yeah. there's all these people yeah. that are like us who like have a SAG card and they're trying to make their living off of this. And I, uh, I, I'll, 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 I'm not part of SAG, but this. Um, I, I'd like to get into acting eventually. So I'm trying to like, I've done a lot of emailing with SAG of like, Hey, like with com- comedy and with what I'm doing, like, is there anything that like goes against your strike? Cause like, I want to get in there eventually, but, um, cause they have all this stuff for like influencers, which you can and can't do even on a strike if you're not union, which is crazy. But, um, the, the threshold for getting benefits like uh, dental and healthcare for a SAG act is like twenty four thousand a year or something like that, and they've drastically you have to you have to net you have to net twenty four thousand. I think it's twenty four. It might be a little bit more. It might even That's be thirty lot, something. Man. When yeah, netting twenty four yeah. as just just with that profession, not like yeah. adding it. So like all these people are having to get like second jobs because they're taking away residuals. So like if you're a character actor and say you're on a show. And you have a bunch of spots, and they're all paying you like a hundred bucks an episode, but you're only doing like X amount a year. That's say you'll get like say you do five episodes, you get like five hundred dollars. But if you take away residuals, that means every time that show shows up on something, you also get paid. Yeah, they take that away. You're only making five hundred bucks. But if you have your residuals, you're getting say whatever whatever that is established in your contract. Mm-hmm. You're getting that money too. And they're taking those away, and especially when you do streaming services, like the biggest argument is that Netflix, they'll pay you to make their show, and then that's it. Because they don't pay you, if your show does well, they're not paying you residuals for a streaming service. So all these actors that are on Netflix shows that do well, they're not getting paid per episode. Like if people keep watching that episode, there's no checks being sent out to the actors. Oh, I didn't know that. So that's part of the bargaining. They're like, we want to get paid for when we do streaming shows because that's just like a network show. Like Seinfeld gets residual. Every time Seinfeld is on, all of those guys make money because that's syndicated. But that's not the case for Netflix. I didn't know so that about streaming shows. Yeah. Okay. That so that's part problem. of the bargaining that they're looking for. That was a big problem with Orange is the New Black because that was such a huge Netflix show. Yeah. And, a and ton all those, of those people, actors were not getting paid. And and a lot of those actresses and actors are nobodies. Yeah. The, yeah. They, or I mean, th- not to discredit them, but like if you name well, say one of or, their names, I, I can't. There's only one actress that I knew going into there, and that's Natasha Leone. But because American well. Pie and a bunch of other and, stuff. And uh, Diana Aguera, but yeah. for different reasons. But there's a bunch of women that got <laughs> made their careers her off of that. She's a smoke show. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people in that show that are smoke shows. Yeah, they're and all beautiful. That was, uh, yeah, career but making show. Career for them making and a show. Good opportunity. I mean, it was huge, huge. Correct. Huge. Um, and them not getting paid for that, uh, I think that was like my first introduction into, you know, this whole, uh, this whole, um, that's movable too. You can move it towards oh, yourself. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, into the whole writers um, and actors strike. Yeah, and it's crazy because 
you'd like with the, with the existence of streaming, like no one's watching network television just not like there's a couple shows people tune into like people watch the game shows like they like jeopardy they like this that and the other but like everyone's watching streaming shows like every show i'm watching and if you're not watching a streaming show you're watching a network show on a streaming service like i'm watching billions right now that's a showtime show which is not technically network it's technically like an add-on but it's like it's on live tv they have live episodes every week but why network you mean nbc abc correct yeah 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 no one's watching those you're not watching there's a there's like people that like chicago fire or chicago Met or whatever but like they're not a billion dollar industry no not anymore they used to be and netflix and hbo and paramount like these guys are all making money netflix specifically but none of these people are making residuals off of every time you queue up an episode of stranger things i didn't know that i didn't know that about that that that's kind of bonkers to think so i understand and again like can you imagine being one of those kids that turned into an adult and you know you're an adult now you start kind of having adult thoughts and responsibilities and you're like jesus christ this thing has probably been streamed a billion times yeah but i'm getting paid like i'm an extra on facts of life <laughs> you know like right. it's a very I, it, I, like I those stranger I things kids a... those stranger things kids based off of like who they are and how popular the show was their net worth is really high oh yeah but if those guys got residuals for how many times people watched stranger things oh man. they would make so much money they yeah. return now which like yeah. for for them that like okay they'd be super rich so I'm not campaigning for that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. there's the background actors in that show that like made their 25 bucks for the day of shooting they did and that's it. But if they could make 25 bucks every time someone watched that episode or whatever it is, like 25 is low, but you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you could get residuals for that and then that helps you get towards your goal of making your benefits. Yeah, that's a wacky th- I again, I didn't know any of that. I, that that's I just knew about the strike and I thought it was funny because for some reason anytime the strike comes up the only people I see are people that I know are doing just fine. <laughs> you know, it's always, and I understand that, the, and that kind of goes back to the marketing thing. It's, it's, you know, making sure, but also when Kevin Bacon and his wife came on, they weren't talking about like, Hey man, we got to make sure that all these hardworking actors, they're like, Hey man, picture of me, video of me. I need to get paid more. Yeah. They're, they're bad at that part. I understand yeah. wanting to use people to bring attention to it. Cause most of us, let's be real. Don't give a shit. If you, yeah. You and I, we could grab fifty people on the street and be like, "You guys concerned about the right the, the actors not getting paid enough?" They're like, "You need to get out of my way. I'm heading to the store." <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't. Care. And the fact that I had to explain that just yeah. now on the podcast, like that, that shows like the average person would just hear that and go, "Tom Cruise doesn't need more money." They're not thinking yeah, exactly. about what I just explained. And if you explain that, then people might go, oh, okay, that makes sense. But still, like, no one wants to take that time to hear that. Well, someone hears, what, well, you know, the, the actors are holding out for more money. They think of Tom Cruise. Right. And they're like, well, what about, like, the extra or this person on this? Like, well, they're not really an actor. Like, well, technically they are. They are, yeah. <laughs> but and we it, don't think about that. People don't think about that. Like, I'd, uh, a really powerful thing to get this strike, like, kind of moving would be the – Someone takes an episode of whatever show, maybe it's Stranger Things, maybe it's Sopranos, digitally remove everyone that's not main cast and watch yeah. it and see if that show is still as good. I would oh. I would guarantee you it's not. You could even you just take, do scenes. You take, yeah, even, even scenes. You take out background actors from scenes, you're like, okay, I have no context for this scene. I see they're wearing like army clothes, but like like – 
Top Gun. Say Top Gun. Take Top Gun. They're all on a ship. There's a bunch of people in the background doing their own jobs. Like, you take all those people out there, it's just Tom Cruise in an outfit talking about planes. Yeah. Like, that's... Well, think all of Think about the the movie Gladiator. They're they're going back to the Coliseum. Instead of uh, you know, he's fighting a tiger and this other guy, and all these people are cheering. There's no one there. Now all of a sudden, he's not in the Coliseum. He's at a WNBA game, and no one's there. See how I brought that all back together? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's a. But again, that's a. It's 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 wild how most of those things don't. Because again, people don't know those things. And it's not like a malicious thing that people don't know. It's just mm. you hear something on the surface. Everyone's got their own shit to deal with. But then you know, you come across it like again. When I saw that, I was like, "Shut up, Kevin Bacon, right? Go." And then you, I'm like, I didn't know all this stuff. And I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like those people should be paid more because a that's, lot of people have watched that show. And they're and a lot of people are trying to do that. They, that's the love of their life. Like they're trying to do that forever. That's what they want their job to be. And like most people are not going to be a Tom Cruise. No. Most people are not going to be a Tom Hanks or a Gary Oldman or people that no everyone knows. Like it's going to be hey, I was the mailman in the episode of this this and the other. That's still acting. You are still The term working actor is there for a reason. Yeah. You're a working actor. You can and you still be able to make a living wage yeah. off of working. I know my You should be radical. able to make a living wage doing anything you love. <laughs> yeah. All right, easy over there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bernie Sanders, no one cares. Yeah. Sorry, these were all all the other Welcome notes I had in here were all Lennon quotes. I, I had that queued up. Lennon Welcome quotes. to another episode of the Guiltless Podcast. <laughs> We've got a lot of people talking about booze and a lot of people talking about the WNBA and people care not a lot about that. <laughs> Thank you, Bernie. Bernie Thank Bernie you, doesn't get to come out that much, so that's Bernie's the best him. one. He's my favorite. I love me some Bernie the Sanders. The DNC yeah. screwed him so much. He would have beat Trump in a landslide. Yeah, I lost. Oh, lot. that would have been Honestly, they screwed themselves been, by picking Hillary over him. Well, even that's how "quote unquote" radical his ideas. Even the Democrats are like, "Fuck that! I don't want that shit to happen." <laughs> but he's been campaigning for the same stuff since the '70s. You can say whatever you want about Bernie Sanders. That guy is consistent. He's yeah, been saying yeah. the same yeah. thing for 40 years. But it was he radical then, you know. Yeah. He doesn't flip. He doesn't change. He's not like like when like when Hillary Clinton was like, uh, I've always supported gay marriage. Like we have hours of tape of you not supporting gay marriage and openly campaigning it. Like he's you cannot find that. Like his big thing during that campaign when they're like, uh, you know, no one wants to release the, the 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 records of the speeches. He's like, I'll release mine. You know why? I don't give speeches to banks. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just not there. So that would have been. I, he would have. Easily and quickly smoked Trump, and I think oh, even yeah. even both sides were just like, "Nah, we can't have a." Because literally, the only argument Trump would have is, "You're a communist, okay? You've always been a communist. You're red, okay, Bernie, red in the face." And that would have been it. Like that's all he could have done. That was it. Like there's nothing else to throw at that guy. Yeah, it's hard for me to think about Bernie because it's like the one who got away. You know, it's still like it's it's still kind of tender and like. You know, I'm getting a little choked up over here, but um, I agree in the landslide that that would have been, even just in competence of him over over Trump. Like the debates would have gone like that. That would have been all and he had to say. Because of that, like I don't, this like you don't have you don't have to say whether you do or not. But like because of that, there's a lot of young people who just won't vote anymore. Oh like, yeah, like that that specific issue was like, 
I'm never going to vote. The like, political I was, apathy. I was so ready for Bernie and I'm just not going to vote. Like I, I voted like I like, I like that process. I think as an American, that is a cool process. I'm very honored to be able to do that. Not that my singular vote matters, but it does like it, you can say it doesn't it does i think it does it does to me just as a freedom like that even if it doesn't um make a like my singular vote doesn't make who the president is but like the ability for me to do that matters i also think that it's the ability to kind of like speak your mind too because as much as i i i encourage and very much will defend anyone's right to say anything if you complain about the way things are and don't vote you're a I'm not saying I, I don't pay as much attention to, but I'm like, but what are you really doing? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you're, yeah, you don't like things, but what are you doing to kind of make it better? Like, well, nothing. I'm like, all right, well, then I'm going to move on. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I agree. I think that that's, I think it's super important to, to, to vote and do those things. I mean, especially when you look at the numbers in terms of how many people are eligible to vote and don't, it is really low. Yeah, it's I mean, there's 330 million people in the U.S. I think there are roughly 200 to 210 eligible voters as in they're over the age of 18. We get maybe I think more 90. It's not documented because they're not documented. But I think there's a lot of undocumented immigrants that vote more than actual citizens. Oh, I bet percentage wise in some states. And not like very true. And people are like, oh, well, they shouldn't be voting in our elections. Well, get actual. Well, you're not doing yeah, it. Yeah, you're and they're choosing it. to be more American than right. the actual Americans they're by participating. They're, exercising. Right they're yeah. exercising. You they can't are get doing, off your ass and go down the street, but they They can. are doing mm-hmm. the most American. Like, I, I'm personally, as far as politics go, I'm not an open borders kind of guy, but I'm also not a, like, no one can come in here. No. Because, like, the whole, like, a lot of people from like come up from Mexico or from South America. They are the most hardworking people on the planet, and the people that are complaining about those people are the people who would not lift a finger to do a day's work. Also, if like, you know anyone that that came here from another country, yeah, they don't understand us at all. No, they're like, why do you guys sit around and fucking bitch all the time? They're so you know great. Where I came they're from? so <laughs> grateful to be here. Hell yes. If you if you are ungrateful about being in the country, spend time with someone who's not from oh, here. Oh, they can't. They don't understand you at all. And I'm not talking about like France, France or like England. I'm talking about like like a like I don't know Bolivia or yeah, yeah, yeah. somewhere else that's not. Um, as well off not third world necessarily even just like regular countries it's like there's so many opportunities here well think about people that come over from like uh you know like a a a, a china or a russia They're like you guys have no idea you we're not even allowed to sit on a podcast and bitch about stuff yeah i was right. gonna say the privilege we have of bitching yeah so i'm sorry you you're having a hard time Believe me when I say this really isn't all that bad. Like what we're doing and right now is freedom of speech. Yeah. Like we're we're just we've said eight things that would get us arrested in Russia. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. A couple different countries. Although I did say Putin was good at judo, so maybe he doesn't arrest me. Yeah, but you also mentioned Brittany Griner, you're not allowed to do that. No, that's fair. True. But I can bring it up. I'll maybe like, that'll hey, cancel it out. Yeah, yeah, it cancels out. I said you were great, Putin, so don't arrest Yeah. Me. You should have arrested her. She's such a drug addict. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a. I I know a lot of uh, at my jujitsu school. There's a lot of different people from different places, like people that are from Russia, people that are from Mexico, and they're just like a lot of them. Also, a little bit more conservative than mm-hmm. than liberal because they're. Yeah. But also, they're also just like I don't understand why you guys just complain about shit all day. Like 
this really is pretty nice here. Yeah. You guys should really be more grateful. You know, you don't want to come from where I, I'll ship you off to where I came from. You'll fucking hate it. You'll probably die too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the subject of freedoms, um, I had an, like a second article or thought of. That's okay. Topic. We've already gone past mm. our three. Yeah, 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 no. So the, the other one I had was the, uh, the billionaires that went down on that submarine. I actually, I, I actually have a pretty well, not well versed, but I had a, a kind of like a, almost even like a bit that I had in my head about this. But go ahead, go. Yeah. So um, these billionaires and one one billionaire's son, they all went down in this submarine to I think check out the wreckage of the Titanic. Yeah, or that something. was it. Yeah, and uh, they got lost. Like the submarine, just like first off, I don't know how you lose a submarine, but second off, I think it imploded. Well, yeah, well that's that's yeah. what the, the the theory is. Yeah. Um, but there's so many. Like before, before it was like, I mean, they haven't found anything yet, so like, technically they can find the wreckage and actually confirm the, they're dead. But yeah, like, they're gone. But yeah. and rest in peace. Doesn't matter how much money anyone's making. That's a horrible way to go, oh. and that's mm. terrifying. Um, but, um, before they had, um, run out of oxygen, my theory was that these guys had created an underground bunker for rich people, <laughs> like an underwater bunker. And they, that was their way to vanish. Yeah. They like, we're going to deem themselves dead and then just vanish. Well, as long as no other billionaire submarines go looking for them and then yeah. go missing. Yeah. Yeah. We'll... If that happens again, then I'm still on with that theory. Yeah. But like. You know, obviously, I don't like speaking ill of, of the dead of Nor any I. kind. So I'm not, like, running that theory now as, like, a <laughs> that's what's happening because that's terrible. But, like, before, that was my theory. I was all in on it. I was like, they of... have created the coolest, like, home away from Earth on, like, in water. They have this giant, like, all these guys had millions. I think one of the guys, if I'm not mistaken, I think one of the guys was, like, on the Branson, like, ship that went up to space. Oh, really? I think, yeah. Oh. Or he was attached. Like, they, these guys had money. So, like, my thought was that. I was like, the, how cool would that, that be? That is still <laughs> a much lighter take than most of the other ones that I oh, saw yeah. about this. People are just like, what? Yeah, that guy's in a higher tax bracket. Tax bracket. Fuck him. I'm glad he's dead the with his ins- son. The instantaneous. It's nasty. The, yeah. The, like, so the memes were funny for a week until you found out these guys were running out of oxygen. And the way that these guys could die. Like, there were so many different ways these guys could die. Like, uh, I think the 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 most humane was being eaten by a fish. Yeah. Like that. There are there are some t- in that depth. There are such big creatures we don't even like know exist. No, 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 no. no like yeah. and those that could have easily gotten swallowed. Yeah, that's you, a, you ever see some of those like where because a lot of times they can't even send subs down there like right? people because mm. the depths like the 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 pressure and the the, the temperature it's, yeah. it's so they can send cameras out and some of the things that have come back on cameras look like legitimate not they look you like ever seen that movie the meg yes. megalodons <laughs> that like they are like they look like not they don't look like fit they don't look like they classify as anything other than monsters, monsters. yeah i have zero interest in going anywhere near the bottom of the ocean they no. can stay down there yep. i'll stay up here i'll maybe go like waist deep at the like myrtle beach or some shit even if that's as far as i want to go i've seen too many monster movies yeah even if they created like a tube like a hyper tube like if elon musk was like we're building a hyper tube you know his whole hyperloop thing that he's building oh, yeah, yeah. if he was like we're building a hyperloop to the bottom of the ocean so you guys can see what's down there i'm like nope 
I'm good. Even if, yeah, none of my even if millions of people have done it, it's like, oh, it's safe. It's fine. No, because that one time that it's yeah. not, I'm going to be there. That's the one I'm going to be on. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and record it, make a Netflix show of it. Yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch but it. But I'm not be good going. For me. No. I'm not going. You know no. what else looks really cool? Those guys that- uh, Sitting on my couch? Yeah. <laughs> those, guys that do, like, those guys that do free mountain climbing. Hey, man, that's really impressive. That's cool that you do that. I'm not going to do that. Honestly, I latch myself to the rail when I go up and down the stairs. I'm so afraid of falling. Like that that these are things that I that's where I'm at in my life. <laughs> like I'm like it's like scaling Mount Everest as I'm taking my son up and down the stairs. I'm just like you know like one step at a time. I'm past that part. But the the thing that I th- thought about <clears throat> for this up and this was one of the three that I had, but I thought that I thought this was going to come up because yeah. it was again such a oh, it's wild such a huge thing. thing, huge topic. Was a uh, a lot of people were just like, well, it's just rich people doing rich people things. I'm like, all right, cool. Let me just replace everybody. Everyone was pretty sad when Kobe Bryant died. Yeah. Kobe Bryant was doing something that rich people can only do. Mm-hmm. Traffic was bad, so, so he, he took a, like, helicopter a helicopter with his – and there was a, a, a child involved, mm-hmm. one, of his, one of his kids, and he died doing that. This never came up. And it's like we can't even be consistent with our hate. <laughs> right. You know? But I, mean, I grant, I understand. You know, Kobe Bryant's a beloved. Uh, I that was one when that happened. I was sitting on my couch upstairs on a Sunday, and I was getting texts. I'm like, no, that's not true. I was no working way. and I was flabbergasted. That I was, was yeah, working, working at a movie theater, and I was taking. I was at the box office, and I had someone come up to me, and they're like, um, they had like a jersey on or something of some. I was like, hey, cool jersey. He's like, thanks, and uh, he's like. Rest in peace, Kobe. He wasn't wearing a Kobe jersey, but he just like it was a basketball conversation. So he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah. I mean, he retired. He was like, no, no, no. Like he died. And I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, no. So like we went across to there. There's a restaurant in the movie theater. So like I walked over there, and sure enough, on the TV in the bar was all the news footage. <sighs> I was, I was like, working Whoa. in a bar, and we had it. I mean, most of the TVs like all down the bar just were running it because it was. Mine was slow. Mine was I got a text. Uh, in oh. a group text, someone's like Hear, hearing this. And I'm like, ah, this is stupid. I googled it right away. Couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. More kept coming. I'm like, couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. Then one story popped up. I'm like, but it was just like reports of this have happened. I'm like, nah, fuck that. Nah, nah. What you got to do though is question the one friend who knew it before it happened. Yes, like, I where went is back he later. getting his information? I don't know. <laughs> he was like, probably on that sub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he. Uh, <laughs> But then, like, then I'm like, oh my God, he died. And then I got another text. I'm hearing his daughter was with him. And I'm like, God, I hope that's not true. But then, like, you hear this exact same thing, and people didn't like this dude who died with his son, with his kid. Yeah. Beside his kid in a horrible way and his son uh if i if i remember the reports right his son didn't want to go down no there. he didn't i got and, and his yeah. dad was like it's gonna be fine we'll yeah be all right do you, know you imagine being the, you imagine <laughs> being the guy down there and be like hey it's all good i'm just gonna refund you guys when we get back up there yeah can you imagine being the guy that had to look at and be like this is why i don't want to come you fucking asshole I unfortunately I'm not gonna get my full I told you so because we're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to waste the oxygen on the yeah, I told I can't you waste so, but my I'm gonna oxygen on my, I told you so, you yeah. fucker. <laughs> so I was watching was it Rogan? I don't know. It was some other podcast. I don't know. Someone was talking about how um how wild it would be, like, you know, they're running out of oxygen, so like one of them like offs themselves to can <sighs> like serve energy for like the kid. 
but it's like you know how small that space is you have to watch oh, that it's like it's not a big yeah it's it, not no, it's small they're in like a this pillar. room like at like, least they're where not, they were yeah they're not in into. this big like it's not like a that what's that uh leagues under the sea the book the, yeah, 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 yeah the classic it's not like that where it's this big like multiple rooms it's this little like pill no i think mm-hmm. it was i think it was like half the size cut this room yeah. in half and half like i think that that was it it's like a bench and a viewport because there was like six or eight of them in there yeah and the craziest thing is you can only open it from the inside so even Fuck. if so even if they found those dudes they couldn't get them open like out this that, i heard yeah. that too because when i was listening to a bunch of stuff because they they officially ran out of oxygen i think last thursday like not this Thursday, but like yeah, a yeah, week know, ago yeah. this past Thursday. Yeah. And um they were talking about how like even if we found these guys, we have no yeah, clue how care, to get yeah. them out of there. Which is ridiculous. And honestly, that because of the well, I mean they're never gonna find them. No, they're, they're not going no, to because that of, that thing definitely imploded. It imploded the depth. Like, like, oh, hey, we're look for like so we're gonna go down to where they died because of the conditions. How are we gonna get out of this? Yeah. Well, didn't they have like some kind of malfunction with the um, the controller they were using to operate the submarine? I had heard and that. That's too. why they couldn't they I, couldn't get out. I'm not sure. I'm I, I don't know. I've heard a bunch of stories, mm. but I've heard that one as well. I heard the sun didn't want to go. Yeah. I heard it imploded. I heard it was a small. I, I, but no one. That's the. Then they had that. That the, might be the wildest thing is that we're never gonna really know. The airplane pilots that heard the uh, the knocking. Oh yeah. That's terrifying. Uh, fuck. Can you imagine being that guy? You're like just flying over. Oh, well, in cows. what, like a hundred or so years, maybe some billionaires are going to go down there and be like, well, let's go see the wreckage of of the old uh, <sighs> imploded submarine. And they might be able to find it. I mean, we found Titanic, but how long after? I don't think we found the Titanic wreckage till the 80s. I think you're right, actually. And even then it was... We just knew where it was. Yeah, yeah. We, Not necessarily we hadn't even go down gone. And look at it, right? Because even then, they were like, the the depths. There are still just things that we can't like. We can't conquer space. Yeah, September first, nineteen eighty-five. Yeah, was that it? Okay, I knew yeah. it was, but because again, because of the depths and the pressure and the climate and the the, the atmosphere, we can't really. Yeah, people. I'm sure people are dying to go down there and grab shit out of there for sure. But I mean, th- there are what two thousand bodies probably still encased in that thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh God! No, hundred hundred eleven years probably probably pretty well decomposed by now. Oh, I mean, uh, uh, skeleton wise, I mean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The same thing in like like Pearl Harbor, like because of where all those, oh. like most of those boats. I mean, that's it. That they're just down there. Like they didn't recover those bodies. Those people all just unfortunately got caught in those boats that sunk down, and they just they're not going to get them out. It's. Well, this took a fucking turn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I had to bring it up. Remember, it we were important. just talking about getting fucked up and booze. No, well, that's so probably we're why just naming we drink, dead you know? people. <laughs> yeah, we're just naming all the dead people that have ever happened. I mean, it was it, it was such a big thing though the last couple weeks. Oh yeah, you had to bring it up. Like as far as news topics. Oh, go, that was I thought it was. I thought that was. Huge. I thought it was going to be that. I thought it was going to be the Jason Aldean thing, which I can't bring myself to listen to that song to. To understand if it's a big deal or not, I'm not. I'm not I don't like country enough to try. Nor do I. Yeah, I, I might do it on the way home just because. Now, I read the lyrics and I was like, I kind of don't get it. I also, the, this song came the, out like three I months ago. I think the problem is not so much the lyrics, more so the music video associated with it. Oh, I haven't seen that. 
I yeah. haven't heard anything about this. I haven't until like the last couple of days. And the, I thought maybe the Carly Russell thing was going to Because the music up. video is him like standing on a car with an American flag while all these people are rioting around him. Oh. Okay. That so, like, does it, change the and story it's a kind of bit. like, And if you listen to the lyrics while watching that, it's kind of like... It's like anti all the stuff that's going uh, okay. on. Okay. Mm, okay. So then, I would have to still probably take it all in, but that's different. That's yeah, why I couldn't take like the whole an, thing from the lyrics. It's not like lyrically it doesn't say that, but it's kind of like an anti BLM thing. Oh, okay. Well, they're like, about this is to, America. Stop doing all this. Like, well, I, we're about to see a very, from what I understand, and from the calls, we might see a Bud Light thing come out of this. Because now all the CMT, the the country music channel, our uh, television, uh, I think they removed it, and now all these country music stars are like, well, now you can't use my stuff either. Let's see how much money you're gonna lose before you stop being such a pussy. It's gonna have. Now they're trying to do the that's, exact. That's same back thing to boycotting too. Yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah, but people gave like uh, Neil Young so much flack for when he pulled his stuff off Spotify because they continued to um, host uh, Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's one of the benefits of being an independent artist still is being able to, um, to have that power over your music. Um, I actually didn't even know that he could do that. I thought for sure that someone else owned his music too. No, I'm pretty sure he's still like no, I know he entirely. Can, yeah. I think there's one bad live album, yeah, um, of Neil Young's. He's on like, go ahead and keep it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. Uh, he's yeah. Like, yeah, I, I really, I phoned that one in. Not even like a farm aid or anything, you know. Yeah, yeah, his was. I thought his was wild with that because I mean, the first time I heard him say that, I was like, oh, you got that song rocking in the free world. I feel like this. But again, his point, it's his his choice, his everything, his music. That's, that's how I felt about it. I was like, oh, that's a, I can't listen to Neil Young on Spotify. Like, good for him for, hey, you know, pulling his thing, stuff. Man. But uh, I'll go to Apple Music. Yeah, I want, yeah. I'll just uh, bootleg it. Yeah. <laughs> I <still> LimeWire. <laughs> I still have, I have Harvest upstairs and the you know, vinyl. Yeah. I, I, I can still hear it. It's fine. Yeah. Well, that's my thing is I went back trying to find a, I was thinking, trying to think of a Neil Young song, and I had first instinct to go to Spotify, and I'm like, oh shit, no, can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, YouTube. Oh, okay. Now I gotta I, go or title. Yeah, I Apple some, Music. Everywhere else, he's there. I did some further delving into the whole uh, Aldine controversy, and apparently, the footage of um, the the music video it features footage of protests and robberies projected onto a courthouse in Columbia, Tennessee, where in uh, 1927 a black man was lynched. Ugh. So it's all there's a lot going on in that music video. That's yeah, yeah. That obviously changes. And it's things. kind of it's he kind of wrote it as like a we need to bring back to America, like bring us back to our roots, and then if your roots are. I'm going to film at a location where a black man was lynched. That's not. In his defense, it would be kind of hard to find a place in America where that didn't happen. I mean, yeah, but. <laughs> but, but yeah, do your research. You probably just could have done that in a park. You, yeah, you could have gone to Alaska and then do like. Do your home. We got ranchers out here. Like oh, yeah, your own ranch. Yeah, that's like, a different. That's a different. I Okay. And I'm I sure can, there's even more that. It's not just that. Yeah, this is thirty seconds of research. I'm sure there's yeah, probably yeah. some more that we don't know. I'm not. I'm not a researcher. I I'm didn't just know the... Jason Aldean put so much thought into his music videos. I mean, not great thought, but Clearly that's not uh... any. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
either too much or not at all. His writers yeah. are on strike. <laughs> <laughs> he had to do it himself. Him and some kid that he found. <laughs> yeah, he got the scabs. I don't, whew. Yeah, I thought for sure that I thought I thought the Jason Aldean one, the sub. Yeah. And uh, or I thought the uh, the Carly Russell thing that's happened in the last. Carly Russell. Carly Russell familiar. is our latest uh, uh, hoax. Um, oh, that she, they had died. Yeah, like she she made a phone call saying that she just found this uh, this toddler that was um, walking around, and then like she called her brother, and then she screamed, and she was gone for forty eight hours, and she showed back up, and then apparently the police, when they were trying to investigate this missing toddler or her abduction, they did a uh, they found out she was googling things like how to be abducted, and <laughs> it's baffling. Is she just a stupid. random person? Or is this yeah, a just fam- some random. Person. Oh, okay, I was like, because I heard the I think name- it was a person trying to become famous. Well, I mean, they got famous for what a week. Uh, yeah. I didn't even know who they, they had a were and days. was famous. Oh, I didn't until I saw five it on days TikTok. Ago. I saw it on TikTok, but I was just like, I don't know who this is, so I don't care. Yeah. About five days ago, my wife had mentioned it to me, and I was like, who is that? She goes, it's this horrible story about this girl that, you know, she she saw this toddler that was being abducted, and she helped, and then she was She's abducted. She's like trying like, to be the next Casey Anthony. Something like that, yeah. That and I was like, that's terrible. And then the next day, my wife's like, don't look that up. I think it's bullshit. And then I, I Googled it, and oh, no. I watched... Take the rabbit hole. <laughs> there was enough where I knew... Enough people in a, with a pretty significant celebrity... Like, when I saw Charlotte and the guy on The Breakfast Club mocking her, I was like, then this must be bad. This is clearly a hoax, and it's a, it's a hoax. So I thought that might come up. But this was good. I'm glad uh, you guys came with alcohol. Yeah. You guys came with... We talked about the WNBA. We talked about... And we the solved their problem, by we the way. We did solve that Just problem. Just move the season. Move yeah. the season. Do Right after the Super Bowl, have a Super Bowl commercial that highlights the beginning of the season. Throw a bunch of WNBA celebrities, regular NBA celebrities, and regular... It's just... it's Again, like when you look at... Again, you're... I'm assuming you do not have a marketing team working round the clock for your social media. No, I do it all myself. Exactly. And he has 300,000 on TikTok. Yeah, and a hundred. I just hit 100,000 for the second time on Instagram. Because yeah. on Instagram, I hit 100K, and then I made a video of... Because Tucker Carlson had just got fired. Yeah. And I made a video about Tucker Carlson getting fired. Completely funny. Just about him in the backyard, like, bird watching or something. And... <laughs> Like, this is my new job now because I got fired, and it was not political at all. And so many people. Like, I had to turn off my comment section. Like, people are just so ruthless, so mean to me and each other. I don't care if someone's mean to me, but if you go after other people in my comments, I'm like, nah. So I, like, turned off the comments, but I lost, like, uh, 2,500 followers over it. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And And then because so many people, I think, reported that video, my Instagram stunted my growth for, like, three months. So I couldn't get more followers. So I was halted at like 97,000 followers for months. And then last week I made a viral video and I'm back at 100K as of last night. But it was funny because I hit it twice. First time I celebrated, I got myself a cake and some whiskey. And so now I got to do it again because (laughs) I just hit it again. But... But a it's so funny. Some whiskey. Yeah, bro. <laughs> what a fucking great way to celebrate. Yeah, no, I was like, I hit a hundred k. I got to do something great. But uh, shit, I'm looking for it right now. I thought that the uh, I'm almost positive the WNBA had a page. I I wasn't making that number Dude, up. It, yeah, it was, yeah, it was something like two hundred and sixty-seven thousand on their page, and I'm just like, I've had more people. I've had several people on here that have exceeded that. 
and it's not a downer on anyone on here. Like he worked for his. Like right, right. But you tell me that. I mean, hell, they could probably give him their page, and he'd find more followers. And it's not like the NBA itself as an organization doesn't. They don't have, have good anyone so, that can do so, this. Yeah. But so, the WNBA has like 1.2 million followers on Instagram. The NBA has 82.4. Yeah, they have. They have. 80 million, roughly 80 million more followers than the WNBA. That's mind blowing. Mm-hmm. That's mind blowing. Keeping the same perspective. So they have 1.2 million followers on Instagram. Yeah. And I know people that have been on here that have 500,000 on Instagram. How do people that are local that are doing this all themselves mm-hmm. meet you meet an organization like that halfway? The, the, someone's just not doing something over there. I, the, I just. Yeah. Come on. It's just, I, I refuse to end of it. They can't do something to help them with that. They have a massive marketing problem. It's and huge. the marketing means money. It, the path, more eyes mean money. Also, let's not put it past anyone. Those might even be some bought followers too. Just to kind of, who knows? No, I can't tell you. Like when I, first, when I first started making content, I'd get to like a milestone. And then a couple of days later, I'd lose that milestone because – they'd canceled all these bots out of their system. Like now I'm at, like, this isn't a brag. This is just like, now I'm at a number where I don't notice that. But before, like when I'm at like a thousand followers and I go down to like 970, I'm like, whoa, where did all those followers go? Like, how did I lose like 30 followers overnight? Yeah. But like. Did you do whiskey and cake every time you hit one of those milestones back again? So it was. You really should come fun. back on next time you hit a milestone. We'll all have whiskey and cake together. I like that idea. That's a great. I like idea. that idea. My next milestone for Instagram is like 150k. So okay. When, when I hit 150k or 400k on t- TikTok, whichever comes first, uh, then we can do cake and whiskey. We'll just call the episode "Whiskey and Cake." I like that idea. And we can we'll just, just we can eat. just ad lib and, and eat you know cake. What? You can pick the cake too. I love it. I love what it. What cake do you go with? That's an important question. See, I like a good um, Boston cream. Because they're called the Boston Cream Pie, but it's yeah. a, it's a cake. Yeah, that's something cake. you could have a whole episode on that. Oh yeah, I don't understand. There are things that I've are had called pie and things that are called things. cake, <laughs> and I don't. It's a cake. I don't understand why they call it a pie, but Boston Cream Pie is the best cake out there. Yeah. The chocolate ganache on the top and the cream in the middle, brilliant. Yeah, the tr- trust me, I've had much dumber episodes than that. <laughs> I've had episodes where we just talk about how you have sex in a parking lot. These were the earlier ones. Don't listen to them. <laughs> Fucking they're Episode terrible. Episode one of Gilded. <laughs> Episode one. How to have sex in a parking lot. If you actually, it's funny. This, this is, is when you'd think no one's going to ever listen to your podcast. Yeah, <laughs> You're yeah, like, yeah. no one's going to listen to this. Well, what you do we go, talk about? I'm going to go back through the, through the back catalog now and, you and can. find those. So I took some <laughs> he down. Took down. <laughs> uh, the first two. How to assassinate a president. It starts on episode three. <laughs> It starts on episode three. I was like, dude, that's so bad. That was horrible. I was just, because, you know, you're like, I need to make And then all of a sudden, reputation. people start paying attention and shit. And like, people are coming on. I'm like, why are you coming on here? Do you know what I said on episode 20? <laughs> oh, thank God no one does. Like, my last guest was just like, I'm not going to lie. I've never listened to your podcast. I'm like, thank God. The hot, dog, the hot dog lady? <laughs> yeah. She's like, I've never listened. I'm like, that's probably good. Well, I was listening to the one with uh, with Scuff recently because I'm playing oh, uh, Everwild Festival with, um, with him out in Thornsville. And so I just saw the name like twice pop up in like the same day. And I'm oh. like, Oh, Scuff's—he's uh, closing my live show in August with a song. 
Oh, he's, right uh, on, right yeah, on. Yeah, he's such a good dude. And I, I genuinely love his music. He is, he came on and uh, such a, I don't know, he, well, I was talking about, so August 26th, I have another live podcast at Southern Tier Brewing. Um, tickets, uh, Eventbrite, it's on the, uh, it's on my Instagram, so go ahead and check that out. Um, but uh, it's going to be myself and Ken Schneck from the Buckeye Flame. We're going to be hosting. We have uh, uh, Lakota Shakar is going to be on. She's going to be one of the guests. Uh, Jordan from the Locally Grown Podcast, who I had a great time talking to. She's going to be a guest. And then Scuff is going to close with the song. Very similar to the show I did in March where um, you know had some guests and then closed the musical guests. Try to do like a variety show. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot of fun, and especially – I was really excited that when, when Scuff was like, I'll do it. But he and I really hit it off. We had a great time talking. Really, really cool guy. Super talented. I really, when I dug into his catalog, I'm a big fan. He's got some great mm. songs. That so, was a great episode, too. Like you, it, it was just like really good chemistry. Yeah, he's, um, he was a guy that just came in and, you know, there was no kind of feeling out period. You know, he mm. just we just started. And, you know, for the most part, you know, everyone's pretty cool. But some people are a little bit more reserved. But he and I talked for like five minutes before I started recording and it's like we've known each other for 10 years he's a really good dude yeah when I when I first came on the podcast like I had never like listened to an episode and my buddy Brian yeah hit him up and hit me up and he was like yeah you should do this podcast and I was like all right cool I've never done a podcast so I hit him up and we kind of hit each other up at the same time because he sent me this paragraph he was like yo I'd love to have you on like Brian says you're a cool dude and I was like yeah I'd love to be on so we just did it and it was yeah it was dope yeah, it was it was. Uh, I got super lucky there. I think I found <laughs> you through when Yaya did. Yeah, Yaya did that came one. on to well, and, and, well, you know, squints. So after yeah, yeah <laughs> after Scuff came on, then Toby reached out to me. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and Toby, I Toby was awesome. I I've mean, done great shows with Toby too, and he's such guy. a great guy to be around. Such a great guy, super talented guy, and also just like a. I mean, he's a guy that I, I, we joked around about. Like, he'll come back and we'll just have an episode where we do something like this, where we just have a talk. Because he'll, he's just a guy that is informed and will joke around if he's not. He's very easy to talk to. He's, he's a super positive guy. I had a lot of fun with it. But then, yeah, after Scuff, then, you know, Toby and then Yaya reached out. And I mean, because of Scuff, I got more mm-hmm. just guests because they were like, hey, that that's the, uh, that's the cool thing about. We gotta Doing try. We gotta Cleveland. try to get you more comedians on here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I've had a lot on. They're just they're tougher. Oh yeah. No, they're they're, they're much much tougher. It's a weird. It's a weird crowd because some comedians, like just talking to them, they're not funny when they're talking. But when they have jokes, then it's like, oh yeah, you're funny. But like, <laughs> I've had a wide blend I, I, of, of exactly what you just. Yeah. Did. So like when when Bill Squire came on. Yeah. It was a it was a real fun podcast. I thought it was one of our better ones in terms of just like an interview, joking, have fun. Sure. And Bill's got so much experience in comedy. Squire's and great. And then yeah, he's a great guy. Um, and then you know uh, other ones are are more just kind of like not on all the time but trying to be on all the time that that's a rarer yeah, thing though yeah. and then other ones are just like like uh like Raj Suresh he's been on twice and he's a cool guy he just comes on we just kind of talk about like this mm-hmm. he's yeah. not trying to impress you he's not trying to make you laugh he's just a funny guy naturally joking around so it's it, it's like that um I've been so busy with everything like I, I can't remember the last oh Ray Roberts was the last comic I had on Okay. Uh, he and he, I really liked him a lot. Oh yeah. We we had a lot of fun just kind of talking about just a lot of stuff, and uh, 
again, like most people that come here, I don't know at all. And Ray was a guy that came in right away and we just had fun, joked around. I've talked to him since, mm. you know, he's a, he's a good, good, good dude. And I've got some comics on the radar. I just, at this point, and it's a good problem to have. I'm just trying to get through everything now. Oh, yeah. I can't get to everybody fast enough, but I also don't want to be releasing three in a week. No. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Cause then someone's episode's going to get eaten up by somebody else's. And I don't, I don't want that. I want everyone to have their own week. Also, the amount of work, too. Eh, this isn't that hard. Not going to lie. I don't put a lot of effort. <laughs> everything we say is going out. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to give you some like, credit here. No editing. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty open that uh, it's not. That's why whenever like someone starts a podcast and then stops, it's like, why? Like, oh, it's so much work. I'm like, then you were doing it wrong. Because this isn't that hard. It's The only thing that's hard about it, I had a sp- I've had a sports podcast off and on for like two years because like falling out with the co-hosts that I had. But anyways, the hardest part is if you have a part a podcast like you, you have the equipment and it's you're the host. Like you don't have anybody else. You just schedule a time with your guest. Mm-hmm. But like if that's you have a part. co-host, it's figuring out when that co-host can show up and then also coordinate it with your guest. It's like. You're 100 percent right on that's, that. That's that's the hard part. Well, not the editing, not the time itself, not the setup. It's the literally of the, the logistics the of the scheduling. Like that's, that's the hard, and that's I've had. This is the third kind of version of the podcast. This started off with a friend of mine, and then I really liked doing guests. So we had a guest on, and I just really liked it. And he had to step off because he had, you know, it's just family stuff. He just couldn't do it. I was like, cool. And then I asked Brian to do it. Yeah. Brian and I did about 90 episodes together. And it wasn't a knock on Brian. Brian also just has a not – he has a wacky schedule. So yeah. scheduling with Brian and with a guest, and most people I talk to also don't have nine to fives. Mm-hmm. If everyone worked nine to five, then I have all the evenings and all the weekends, but that's never We're the case. We're all artists right. with yeah, crazy yeah. gigs. Yeah. They all just, <laughs> so then eventually Brian and I just talked, and I was like, you just can't do this anymore. You're obviously too busy. And he agreed. He's like, I can't. I just don't have the time. So you're right. But now that it's just me – it's much, much easier because yeah. it's much easier. Well, that's it what I like is. about DJing versus playing with bands, like trying to coordinate with a seven-piece oh, ensemble so hard. and finding even a location to like get seven of you in and yet coordinating a time. Now it's just between me and the venue. I can get a text in 30 minutes, hey, can you be here and play for two hours? Oh, yeah. yeah. I just run home, 100%. grab my stuff. I do that too. Someone who I've been talking, like I talk to some people, like we actually put this together pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I've other people I talk to for three months before we find like an opening. Um, I've had places be like, "Hey, can you maybe come do a podcast here like tomorrow?" I'm like, "Yeah, I can." Well, not now because of the kid. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I mean, those right. are things that I can do. This stuff's very portable too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's you're you're 100 right. That was the hardest part. It's not this like I could add music to this, mix this, and put this out 30 minutes after you guys leave. Right. Um. But I also don't edit anything unless someone says some really bad shit. <laughs> yeah. What do you got there? What do you got? Yeah, let's do a little bit more Jason Aldean discussion. <laughs> Who's pro? <laughs> but yeah, that's that is the hardest part. It is is that. But for outside of that, this is a shit ton of fun. This is having drinks with cool people in the city and just talking about whatever I want to talk about and what they do. And speaking of that, where can everybody find your stuff, sir? Uh, all of my stuff can be found at the real underscore NRP. Um, let me pull up. I have a show in August. Hold up. What is the exact date of that? Because I want to plug that. 
um, with Snowflake Comedy Club. Okay. Um, doing. Uh, let's see, where is it? Oh yeah, the uh, it's called the uh, the Geek Peak. It's an aftermarket comedy show. Um, August tenth. It's a Thursday, I believe, seven thirty. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a good lineup. John Armstrong's gonna be on there. John Armstrong's very funny. Really funny guy. I honestly, th- he might be the funniest guy in the city. I think he's really he's good. He's a very funny guy. Really funny guy. Yeah. Have you had him on here? I've had him on, and I've okay. done two live shows with him. Yeah, he's, he's a very he's, he's a very yeah. That's how I, I that's how I discovered him. Somebody, the very first comedy show I put on. He was the uh, he was on the list. I didn't know who he was. He came on, and I was like, "I mean, that dude is funny." So yeah. I had him on for another one. Had him on for an episode. He's a he's a, an un, he's a someone that more people should know about. He's very funny. Okay, okay, that's awesome, man. Yeah, and then there was one more. Let me see here. Oh yeah, the third over at High and Dry. I'm doing one of Squire's lineups. Uh, so. Another great nice. show. Yeah, so if you're if you're in the in the area and you want to see some good comedy, uh, High and Dry every Thursday, Bill Squire puts together a good lineup of people that do stand up, and it's usually really funny. Yeah, yeah. High and Dry is a very very good show, and Squire's been doing that for a little while. That's yeah. a great one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Send me any flyers you have for that. I'll blast yeah, it out there we'll too. Do. That's awesome. We'll do. Caleb, what about you? Um, only thing on the books is the Everwild Festival in uh, Thornsville, Ohio. It's put on by uh, Tropidelic. Um, Toby Raps will be there. Scuff will be there. Um, playing with Illis Villains. That's August 3rd through the 5th. That's awesome. And again, I've already mentioned it, but Caleb, Toby, Scuff, super talented, awesome people. Where can we you find can, your yeah. stuff? Oh, that would be Instagram, um, official Sleezus. Sleezus, um, how do you spell that? S-L-E-A-Z-U-S, like okay. Jesus, but sleazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Sorry, that was I'm not going to forget it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I, I usually I usually get that response, and that's how I know it's a, no, it's a good name. It's, it sticks it pretty is. well. It is. It sticks. Way to go. <laughs> um, but then from there, take you to the SoundCloud for long format mixes. Um, just put a long format mix together that should be out soon that I did with a um uh at rooms to let with uh with the ladybug av club we recorded the whole set on uh reel to reel so it's all analog recording oh that's nice cool. um, so that hopefully within the next week or two same let me know when it's out i'll Absolutely. put it out there too that's awesome well done sir well done both of you. i'm really glad that you guys decided to do this and i'm not surprising that this went the way that it did i'm glad again th- this is something i want to do like as a segment because then i can get to some of these topics and when we get i mean i know we, we planned on three change. i think we did five <laughs> yeah yeah because then we threw in a couple of bonus ones with the submarine and with the uh and with it? news it's always going to change always. I mean, you'll always have topics always, like, it's never yeah. going to be like oh nothing happened this week bullshit bullshit <laughs> just even Google if nothing something. happened we made something out of nothing <laughs> oh yeah 100 percent. i could use a week where nothing happens I think we I think should a all just take could. a break you collectively. Turn your phone off. That's as the only way that hashtag happens. the week race. where the world does nothing. Yeah, I would love to have an episode where nothing happened and we can just, just you know, drink whiskey and eat cake. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well I'll grind those numbers and we'll get, <laughs> we'll get there. Get that algorithm going so we can do another episode, man. Sounds good. Uh, but yeah, outside of that, uh, Gillis Podcast, you can find us anywhere. Uh, you know, Spotify. Uh, I still say us. It's just me. Um, well, technically, it's us because the guests. So, yes, yeah. us. You can find us anywhere. Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, LinkedIn, Podcast Act, wherever. It's everywhere. So check that out. Please check out the show for August 26. Tickets have started selling right now. Uh, the tap room in Southern Tier is huge, and it's awesome. 
Uh, I really uh, uh, highly recommend everyone just checking out if you don't go to the show. But the show's at 7 o'clock. For all of you people that like to do stuff like later on in the evening, it'll be done at 8.30, so you can still do all the fun stuff after if you want. So check it out. Tickets are only $10. Um, let me know uh, if somebody wants to put a table together, and I'll make sure I can put something aside so long as I have the room and the capacity. And outside of that, that's it. You too. Thanks so much for coming. It was Thanks good seeing you. Good seeing you and good meeting you. Yeah, you as well. All right. Awesome. Thanks, everyone.